What's going on? I hope y'all are doing good. This is Bridge the Gap. All this time later, we have Booty Chop back. I'm Nash back. Dropped a new project. Honestly, I don't even have a real format for like the second interview, right? The first interview is like the story of Booty Chop. Yeah, we were going way back. I remember it. got Wigger, and then he goes through the fucking early eras of English hip hop. He's rolling with the preaches. He's mm-hmm. fucking battle rap eventing. He's fucking freestyling. He's got all of this stuff going on in his life and he had just had a kid and, you know, he was grinding it out and, yo, we had learned that he had consistently dropped album after album after album, pushing through on the scene and he was at that phase and then, yeah, then we get to episode two and it's like, yo, we can just talk about shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got my whole life story already, you know? <laughs> And that's that's kind of like cool. I haven't done actually that many part twos, so it's still a work in progress as far as how to I you know do the intro bits and whatnot. But yeah, the gist of it is, um, you did just drop a new project. I know it's less my thing, but since Ishmael is already there, asking what it's like to work with Merker, and I like to talk about Merker Miyagi. You know, Cali, as some of y'all know him, Cali Beats juice is another one of his names yeah that's uh, true he has so many aliases he's got many aliases what up ismail uh we just that's my number one supporter right there yo yo he's he's like the real he's like the fan i like to put it like this when anybody's like there ain't no real fans left out there i'm like i don't know if that's true because y'all need to see ismail Gadamsi fucking like sharing band camp fucking post after band camp he was the first one to buy my album on, on band camp you know what i mean uh three generations and uh yeah i call them uh, supporters you know not even fans you know what i mean and uh to answer his question was it like working with uh Merker? yeah it's like just natural it's like i can't even believe it you know what i mean like i was just telling him like every beat he sends me is like amazing like two days there write it and then the same week was knock it out and it's like oh my god and it, it keeps going like every week like how are we doing this i'm gonna ask him like how is this even possible you know what i mean but it's just so natural and organic like that next thing you know like we have like three albums done you know what i mean and now like i dropped that album like, like when we did the first interview that was like by sky beats you know and now mm, i dropped another sky album you know the so same year it's the first time i dropped two albums in the same year you know completely two different albums and shit and this one's produced all by mercury you know and that shit just flows you know i, I give him like i'll give him like a sample and shit like that like uh he did a breakdown i don't know if you, you guys seen that shit but check that shit out he did a breakdown for uh if you know you know and basically, I just sent him like this classic kung fu sample, like, uh, and he did some next level shit too. And added like the whole bunch of shit like that, you know. And he does this every time, so it's like he blows my mind, you know what I mean? And we we just work off each other, and we just like, you know, skill sharpening skills or something like that, and just take it to the next level each time, each song, you know. I definitely fucks with Merker. I mean, I really do. I haven't had the actual privilege of ever like really recording with him. So you should. It's like it's life changing, man. I want to do it for like the novelty of it. I thought about making a goof track called "I Paid Merker for a Picture." <laughs> I go down and I do like a one minute track just to get like the picture on his wall. And yeah, yeah, the classic picture in the booth. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you look at it, and that like has just this list of like. Everybody, Everybody that's ever been a person seems to have at some point gone there, and then I realized I never went there. I mean, I've been just to take that know, picture, like, you I've know, been to the crib though. I've gone like twice now. Yo, bro, it's like he's like I only do nine to five now. Yeah, he and switched I, up. Yo, I was there like at two two a.m. and shit like that, you know. But now you switch the whole thing over. I'm know? like, but I work nine to five a.m. Mm. So we compromised at six thirty in the morning. 
No way. <laughs> from I can't even go there. <laughs> my cycle, like, yo, I'm up at that time. Me too. But and like, on the cycle, it's like 20 minutes to his crib. So it's not like, you know, it's like a little brisk morning, little, you know, wow. wake yourself up thing. And then we get there. Uh, first time we chill for a minute. Second time I get there, he's working on my Yo Merker thing because he's like, your mixing's trash. Let me do a trash mixing job. It'll be better than <laughs> he said your that to you straight up? Straight up. Yeah, I love this guy. <laughs> that guy trolled me pretty hard because he knows my feelings on like samples. So he mm -hmm. gave me beats and they're just like half the half of one of the song is just the guy singing on it. And I'm like, oh yeah, Merker, I'm going to do it anyway. But then he took it and then he mixed it and we're doing this at like six in the morning and then like I'm there for like 30 minutes. It's like seven. He's like, bro, the wife just called. I got to go. No way. I'm like, <laughs> That early oh shit <laughs> i'm like so what I happened mean, like you had to end the session well it wasn't even a session it was more like i was just went to his crib to chill because you know like i fucks with him but like you mean his house house no like his, his oh studio. studio okay okay yeah yeah i'm not going to the house, <laughs> house. i'm at the like the studio chilling. okay okay yeah. i mean i'm in that world of his life <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it wasn't even on like some make music shit it was just more like that was the only time of the day that we had free in the week wow. that we could like link up. Sleep, yeah. <laughs> I was like, say fucking word. But yeah, he's a chill ass dude. I fuck with him. Yo, one of the best people I know, not just like music, but just all around good guy. You know what I mean? Yo, tell us about that video with the one shot shit. What brought that on? What's that like? Yeah, basically I was just at a chalet and shit like that, you know? Like it was a nice chalet for my boy's birthday, Deem, you know? And uh, I'm like, yo, I'm dropping my album. Yo, sometimes I put pressure on myself. I'm like, yo, fuck it, man. I was, originally I was supposed to do a crazy fight scene. You know, on on some game of death, I had the whole Bruce Lee suit. You know what I mean? I was gonna go up. I was gonna fight three people and go up like a, a pagoda. Go up like three levels, fight the boss, all this shit. But like, oh my god, that was like so hard. Like I got nobody to want to fight. Nobody had a gym, all this shit. You know, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna go to chalet, get so drunk or whatever, shoot this shit in one shot. Cause I never shot a video in like one long tape type shit. You know what I mean? And we we, didn't, we only did that one take. <laughs> Not even any take after that. You know? So basically, I just you know. Just did that one long take, walking around the fucking uh, chalet type shit, jumping on top of the table and shit, you know? And I'll, I mixed in, like, some footage because, you know, he was shooting, I got, like, his reflection in the, in the fucking window type shit, you know? So I, I just added some cuts and fireworks and shit like that, you know? That's basically it. Not as hard as yours, you know what I mean? I, I know you're working on some New York oh, with, like, shit. a million clips you and gotta, so much like, footage. Think about it on the other side, mm -hmm. making, making the video... We did bullshit fucking one-off takes in alleyways and in front of some graph and shit. Mm. And the rest of it is just me sitting around New York going, click, click. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, like, it's really not like, it wasn't hard to make. It's mm. it's super time-consuming. Like, exactly. a one-off, now you got to, like, at least do your shit in that you got that one take. Mm -hmm. I exactly. that to be like a lot of a harder challenge because yo if I fuck it up it'll be like okay I fucked it up let's do it again no it both has its hard parts you know because you you have so much coverage so much footage to work with it's time to go through each you know yo, each file and shit like that like holy shit I've done that you know so you try super hard at the beginning the opening shot took forever like to figure out what the fuck I want to start it with but then it's like Yo, it was good. I don't want to ruin it, but it's fucking good. It's yeah, so New York. I, I didn't leak the fucking beginning part of my story. I leaked a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to leave that for the video. Okay, like, yeah, good, good. I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought we got some cool shit. Nah, it's cool. Don't even worry In about it. In the middle. Um, but it's like, like, it's more like I'm not trying hard to pick the right shots because pretty much anything works for the purpose of it. It's more just it takes so long to make it all line up on a beat but still it's really though you are not how long have you been editing your own shit 
Man, I actually went to school for this shit, you know what I mean? Like, right. at first, I, I went to Dawson, like, cinema communications and shit. Then I went to film studies. You know, I, originally I wanted to get in film production. That shit was so hard to get in, you know? But I always had the, the love for film and shit like that. So it goes back to, like, my first videos, like, Stratagems videos and shit like that. Like, I, same thing I did with, like, like you, exactly. I went to New York. <laughs> I went to the big pun m- m- mural and shit, you know what I mean? This is, like, they changed it. It was, like, the one where he's skinny, you know? Yeah. In a suit type shit. Now he's, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, now it's the big one, fuck, now I have to go back for that shit, but yeah, I had so much fucking footage, and my first video was called Reminisce Slash Relevant, I took it down now, fuck, but yeah, it had so much footage and shit like that. You still have that shit? Yeah, I put it on private and shit though, you know what I mean? That's that shit that you put behind a Patreon, and motherfuckers pay you like $10 a month to go watch it. Oh yeah? Oh shit, I'm about to start that, yo, I'm like behind with all that shit, man. I don't know, that's how how Patreon works, if you have something that people want to see, which you gotta imagine, like... Your fans are gonna want to see that like video. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone's telling me about that. And Actually, so, it was Merkur that was telling me about that shit. Yeah. And so it's like it's cause yo, I know Ismail is probably being like, I want to see this video like right now. <laughs> like, I can just picture that shit going on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for you, if you don't want it out there, there are ways to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yo, thanks for that. Thanks for that, jewel, man. But yeah, um, what was I gonna say? And also the hard part about it is if you don't have enough footage, like me, I had that one take, you know, and a couple of scenes with my son and shit, and I did like magic with that shit, you know what I mean? Like, I had nothing to work with, and still, you know, I came up with something, you know? <laughs> mm. but yeah, going through all the footage is, yo, I made a stream out of it. <laughs> that was my organization fucking thing. I was like, let's let's do that. This is a combine some time shit. Oh yeah, it's good. People like, like to watch that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, Bro, I was testing shit, and I'm not going to say it's the most effective strategy, but, like, just going live and walking down the street. <laughs> and, like, wildly, some people were sticking around with me. Like, somebody watched one of my Walk Down 3rd Avenue videos for, like, 30 minutes. Wow. I'm like, that's, like, even sometimes... You caught their attention, like... <laughs> but, like, sometimes I know the stream is trash in any conventional sense of what I would watch, but then it's, like, fuck what you would watch, because other people would watch this, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, like... It's like, you never know, you know? But yeah, I never like, even went on live, not even once, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, it's worth it. It's maybe my own ego won't accept it and shit. And like, <laughs> like, oh, like, I have, like, 10 people watching or some shit. I don't know. I want to test at least once, you know? But... <laughs> I mean, it's cool. You know what I like about live more than uh, the fucking video shit? Is that number's at six, right? And it's going to be at whatever it's at. But it doesn't mm-hmm. move. It just sits there. And you're like, say what? Is it real, though? That's real. <laughs> That's like, I mean, Bonnie's one of them for sure. So she's <laughs> in the other room. I'm one of them because mm-hmm. it's just how it works. But then the other four are actually motherfucking people watching this shit right now. Shout out to you guys, you know. So it's like, and then you I can see over MVPs. there, somebody's on Facebook. So shout out you person on Facebook that's not on Twitch. <laughs> so it's like when you see that, mm-hmm. it's like different, right? Because your 500 views doesn't mean anybody watched. It could be the same person watching it over and over, you mean? Or, like, or it could just be, like, people, like, I got a video with, like, 8,000 clicks, but the average watch time is one minute, and the video is 90 minutes. So, like, ain't nobody watched that video. Not till the end, hell, though. Like, yeah. Five people did, because I got some comments that proved, like, five people did. But, like, you know, so, yeah. like, what I love about Twitch is, like, you, you get the comments, or, like, sometimes they'll be just talking about whatever, and, like, somebody will just say something that's really relevant to whatever the fuck is happening, and you get this, like... Oh, say word. Someone's paying attention. <laughs> yeah. And like, all of a sudden, a six don't look like bad. <laughs> you know, like, oh, cool. Like, people will be like, yo, I'm doing homework while your interview's on with my kids. And I'm like, I don't even know. That's so bizarre. That's mad to me. cool, man. Like, 
Yeah. That's all you really want, though. You mean, like, people just listen like a podcast type shit, you know? Like, I mean, that's the general vibe of it. But, yo, what inspires you lately? Like, what is your vibe up to these days? Because, like, the whole COVID shit's gone on a whole mm. almost years gone by. Like, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the world of Buddha Child. Because, as much as I could ramble forever, and trust me, I can ramble wow, forever. Wow. Like, they care more about you. Last time I seen you when it was, like, January, yo, a lot has changed, honestly. Like, um,. I'm expecting a, a, another child now, you know what I mean? I'm breaking into the whole world. I didn't even tell nobody yet, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm expecting a daughter. And uh, I'll give me some more material to write, you know what I mean? And it's just just my life, you know? Like, uh, what expires. And, and, you know, good production really brings that out of me, you know? And I always talk about my life because I'm really introspective like that, you know? And um, I always come up with, like, concepts and stuff. I always challenge myself, you know? Like, the next album is called Be Water. And I have a track on that. Oh my God! It's called it's called Best Friend, and I'm just talking about vagina, like in the most conceptual, metaphorical way. You know, wait till the shit drops, man. I might even do a video for that shit. I was gonna blow your mind. You know, he's like mad serious mm. about everything, and then he's like, and the shit's about vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just talking about it, and you won't even get it to the end type shit. You know, I'm it's so metaphorical and shit like that. You know, but like shit like that you know like like nas like certain artists inspires me you know like i was watching this thing about ghostface talking about storytellers and shit like that and he's like one of the best you know Facts. like just off that verse for impossible you know what i mean but he was just saying how nas is such an ill storyteller how he did this shit like i gave you power with the gun and, and rewind and all this you know shit like that inspires me so each album i have like a, a track like that at least you know like a real conceptual track you know just show them I'm, I'm like creative like that you know what i mean it can't just be like uh you know, I'm the bestest and that, you know, I hate, I hate tracks like that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my issue with I'm the best tracks <laughs> is when it's empirically provable you're not the best. Like, I don't know, if you do a lot of heavy rhyming and Eminem's still dropping albums and you expect me to believe you're better than Eminem, it's like... He's not even my... F I don't even really like Eminem like that no more. <laughs> but, like, if we're talking about that shit, it's like, bro, you... I don't know if you're really the best, no. You know, like you don't fuck with M no more like that, man. You did the rap god shit, bro. <laughs> I think rap god's a super cool song because yeah. it's like this homage to like, like when you really break it down, everybody he name drops in rap god is like a god, in in the sense of the hip hop mm -hmm. term. You know, like there are people that inspired him and shit. And then you get Dax's version of Rap God where it's like, Dax is like, I'm the best. And it's like, eh, it's like, it doesn't hit the same. I don't even know who Dax is. He's an Ottawa rapper. No offense okay. to Dax. <laughs> He's like, actually really good live. So if you're really good live, I'm actually okay with some shit. And I gotta give him props for that. But like, Eminem's Rap God is basically like a love letter to everybody mm -hmm. that came before him. He was like listing that. people I'd never fucking heard of. Like, I never heard of fucking JJ Fad before that track. Um, and then it's like, we get to the point where later on, I feel like he just is a rich guy whining about rich guy stuff. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I talked to my girl about this. Like every track man is like, sometimes he's just screaming too much. He needs to like have like a laid back vibe kind of, kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like too intense kind of thing. You know, do you find that or no? Sometimes even yeah. his radio tracks, like yo, relax. You know what I mean? Like how Busta he he like he took it down a notch for uh, put your hands where your eyes can see. You know, like like mm. do some shit like that. You know, I really liked Busta's last album. Actually, Busta's last album was a good thing because he knew it was kind of older, 
So it wasn't even trying to do like a lot of that shit. It was mm-hmm. it was a little bit more calmer, a little bit more boss man, a little bit more. I don't even need to impress you with that. Like, listen, I want my billionaires and millionaires and shit to be like people I want to be like and shit, I suppose. And I feel like when it comes down to the content, I would rather listen to a dude in my city than a really rich guy whining about his elevator and shit. <laughs> and I don't mean it like he doesn't have all the talent in the world, but like, come on, I've listened to like 500 Eminem songs or whatever. Like, <laughs> at a certain point, I'm like, I don't know how much I care about it, but I like a few of them. But then it's like, I don't know, Pop Smoke's more interesting to listen to or like a lot of other guys I find. No, I agree, I agree. More interesting to or like, Lately, like, Nate Husser has my attention a lot, you know, like, and mm-hmm. things like that. Like, I'm trying to, like, I spend so much time listening to the music of, like, the the people that I fucking interview and shit that it's, like, you kind of, like, I kind of would rather consume music that at least hits me in some way that I can relate to. And I do not feel that Eminem has made a song I can relate to in a really long time. And I know a lot of people don't want to hide that from their music but for me it's like that i like I, i'm not like angry like when i'm young so i don't connect with the shit i used to listen to and he never made music for adult me because he's still trying to make music for young me is my feeling yeah i felt like the whole encore album was like that man i'm like yo come on man it was just like you're making all these sound effects you know i like the the eminem show like the the mature oh, shit that like that's that was my favorite eminem album that's my favorite since then i don't know like i was also 15 when it came out so it's like <laughs> yeah that was a while ago I mean, like, now we're, like, I don't know. I feel like Drake dropped Scorpion, and at first I made fun of Drake, but, like, that's a super impressive double album. I got to go back and listen to it, you know what I mean? Like, like, that's too much, like, songs for me, you know what I mean? But, like, I feel like he did it again, too. Like, yo, he's he's dropping mad songs each album. I don't know about Certified Lover Boy. Um, There's not really anything that I've heard on that album that I feel like really grabbed me whereas donda got me with a few of them like that one where it's like if i hit yeah. you with a wyd better hit me back with a hi yeah. a bunch of and you're like yo that shit's a fucking he's, he's a funny guy you know you're like so i hit my dude with a wyd this morning and then i said the yeah. like I don't know. I feel like Donda is an experience. You might not like it, but, like, that shit was super, like, it was worth going through because, like, the one is to slap. Like, that one where he's got, like, the speech at the end from the dude whose dad's in jail, and you're like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it, like, six times. Every time I heard it, I'm like... Oh. You don't... You don't every, you he's just been in jail, talking. like, for 46 years, some shit yeah. like that. And I'm like, holy fuck. I don't feel like Drake made me feel anything on Certified Lover Boy, whereas he actually made me feel shit on Scorpion. And I really liked that project okay. a lot. Like, it really connected with me in a bigger way. And I don't know. That shit just matters to me more. I don't even care if anybody's a good rapper. <laughs> like, I stopped <laughs> giving a shit. I'm like, I don't know. No, but, like, yo, the same thing happened to me the other day. Like, yo, I heard French's album, French Montana. Oh my that gosh. shit bangs like crazy. I can't fuck, believe fuck it. With me get her back. Yeah, exactly. But, like, sh- I don't even fuck with that song that much. But like, everything else is crazy. <laughs> like, holy shit. You got Harry Fraud or whatever, like, doing his beats. I can't believe my ears, man. He, really like, like the violin, know. man. He's going hard with the violin on the album. Like, yo, he knows how to make anthems, man. I can't even hate it. I try to hate, but I can't even hate. <laughs> nah, I felt the same way because I heard a few of his. Because I was in New York, and he his he was on the radio or whatever. Because you, I got to listen to Hot ninety seven. I was like, yeah, no way, Hot ninety seven. And it was Drake, Pop Smoke, and like fucking a couple other people. And I'm that's like, what they play. Okay, I'm like, wow, Drake, yo, for real. From Canada, <laughs> yes, Canada representing. Yeah, my <laughs> dude was like, yo, Drake been hot since like 2010, bro. And I'm like, 
Oh, yeah, he's probably the most played on the radio anyway, you know. I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, yo, because I heard that Fuck With Me got a bag, and he had some yeah. bars in there, like, you know, like, my little chain costs more than your big chain. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. actually, that's a hard bar. Like, <laughs> like, that's the kind of flex you actually have to have money to know. Mm, <laughs> and really then, yeah. like, I heard the next one, and I'm like, wait a second. And then my dude ran me through his hits, and I'm like, nah, he, he you got really pure hits, man. Be like, and, like, I think people judge him on, like, a 2013 vibe, but he just never stopped, and he just kept working with famous producers and people yeah i don't think he drops like enough albums consistently but when he does yo, that you can't deny that yo. i'm sure his mixtape game though is like up there right yeah i think he dropped mad shit but i ne- this is the first album i heard completely from him that shit, it shit bangs man it's very shocking <laughs> but i wonder if it's also like where we're at right like you know because i feel like as a this isn't even as an artist as a person in life i feel like i'm doing i not like crazy winning, but like more celebratory than say misery. That's good, man. You know that. And now when I listen to like celebratory win music, which is kind of what French Montana, I feel like he'd be on that shit. Really though, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather listen to this than maybe some miserable shit. <laughs> that's a whole different vibe, you know. Honestly, like that's the kind of music I make sometimes, but I don't even want to like listen to that all the time. You know what I mean, like. For me, like the, like the last track of my album is always like the deepest track, you know, the most introspective track. I always save that for the last track, you know, no no overdubs, nothing like that, you know, straight through. But yeah, it's so, good to have those once in a while. But you know, like I, like when you're in a club, you don't want to hear that shit, you know. You just want to have a good time and shit, you know, enjoy life type shit, you know. And when your girls are around, you're mm-hmm. probably not listening to that unless your girl's into that, which in my case is not the case. My girl's favorite shit. I, love, I am the strip club by Iggy Azalea, bro. I heard that song every that. fucking day. <laughs> She's like all the Iggy, bro. Oh, yeah? Wow. While, I hear, while I'm here, I just want to say rest in peace, young Dolph, man. Mm. I used to bump his shit heavy, man. Him and uh, Key Glock and shit like that, man. I actually used to bump his shit. The Dumb and Dumber, all that shit, man. I never really listened to him, but the circumstances is mad sad. And I feel like... I mean, I don't even know how else to say it. Like, yo, it's sad as shit. Like, especially because he was getting, like, cookies for his mom or something. Yeah, at the and cookie it's, like, spot. The most oh, innocuous, man. like, like, you know? Something like, so innocent, like, you know what I mean? Like, holy shit. And, like, he had just, like, promoted this fucking cookie place. Like, you seen that, right? Oh, right man. beforehand. And I'm just like, damn, man, that's, like, some serious, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not one to glorify it. Like, there's this crazy epidemic of shit that's drastically changed i don't know about the statistical increases or not but damn does social media seem to be highlighting this shit in a way where i feel like i'm more cognizant of every single incident like this in a bigger way uh, it's like every other week uh, like a rapper is getting shot and killed or something like that but this one's big man dope yeah. man i can't believe that shit man i mean yeah it's always surprising when like fav- like because you always get this like idea that you're gonna get rich and then escape it it's always in their hometown too you know what i mean it's crazy nah pot like, smoke was well, across yeah, the continent yeah but usually like you're supposed to get the most love in your hometown you know what i mean but it's like sometimes most of the haters i don't know man it's weird like you're right it just feels like we're in a strange time right because social media broadcasts everything so it's like how do you stay anonymous everybody knows where you're at right now really really <laughs> yeah because 
you, they see you here. Everybody <laughs> that knows where I'm at knows where you're at yeah. right now. My ops could catch me. No, no. <laughs> we good, I we mean, good. I assume you wouldn't be here if you had ops like that. <laughs> I don't have ops mm-hmm. like that to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. But, like, yo, it actually, like, makes me think about it. Like, and then you see shit, like, auto robberies. And I'm not one to really judge crime like that because it's not my place. But from a technological perspective, we were just watching how, like, there's this trend of, like, high fashion places getting robbed over and over again they're not even allowed to stop you type shit right i don't know like, but like, like the security just let them like walk out and shit no, like that it's like, like 80 kids raiding the place what yeah. are you gonna do when it's 80 people and then, catch the slowest one like i don't know man. no but i think there is a like a lot like you're not allowed to like stop them unless it's like uh i don't know, like, this, I don't know. Um, i'm pretty sure yeah, i looked that up man yeah there's apparently a video titled 200 rappers who died in 2020 on youtube I think I watched that and I did not hear about, I didn't know who most of the people were. I didn't see that list yet. I know there's a Wikipedia page that's been dedicated to this for a very long time. And I think what's just happened is there's a lot more rappers. Just keep updating that. (laughs) No, no, but I mean, like, let's say the total population of rap is going to be really cold sounding. But if the total population of rappers was 10,000 20 years ago and the total population of rappers is 10 million now, by sheer statistical, it's the same thing with all celebrities, though. Like, by virtue of global population size going above about 3 billion people in my lifetime alone, like, doesn't it just, I know it sounds cold, but, like, make more sense that we hear about more people dying? There's just Yeah, that, that makes sense. More people. Yeah, when you think of it like that. It's just, but. like, and then because of the way social media works, it's now, like, you actually see it more yeah. hear about it all yeah. like yo if bro tmz be like the only thing i'm checking <laughs> is if somebody actually died <laughs> they always break it somehow you know what i mean like oh man they always and break like, the you know when tmz has the story it's some yeah. real shit like yeah. they fuck up with everything except who dead <laughs> and you're like damn but like they got like hospital staff looking working for them or some shit i don't know man big facts well, they, <laughs> they got a network they know how to do it or people paid wherever or I mean, I'm certain they just got people that, like, follow Twitter and <laughs> figure out where sick people be. Mm. And then, like, you know, it's all twisted shit, you know? Like, some fan will post about it. They still have a person watching that. Like, they got social media tools and shit that okay. can, like, spy on pretty much anything you want. So you set up the right level of keywords. You can pretty much find out what you want to find if you're watching it. I guess so. Yeah. That's fair. It's all out there, I guess, you know? so how do you feel about this whole meta yo i'm investing in stocks man that's what i'm saying about that man because i know that's just the future i'm even thinking about buying land <laughs> in the metaverse you know what i mean and yo, and flip that shit for like millions or some shit you know like is that what you're talking about right well yeah just in general because <laughs> mm. yo i know there's an app called upland that keeps telling me about home NFTs I can buy in a metaverse. That it's this is outside. Yo, you should do it, bro. I'm telling you, man. That I might be the best know. investment you ever make, man. Yo, because yo, I was checking it out a year ago and it looked corny. Now that it's saying NFTs and shit, I'm going. You know what? Maybe I should have spent ten dollars on this corny shit like a year ago. Yo, you would have been rich by right now, bro. <laughs> I don't know about rich. I'm, <laughs> I'm not really risky like that. But yo, there's mm. enough of this shit where I'll be like, yo, should I be like? doing some of this stuff no i'm telling you like that's the future man let me drop some jewels man I, what i what i get meta that's the symbol you know what i mean that's the etf and shit like that what else um uh fuck 
I can't even remember all the, t- uh, the symbols and shit, but yo, uh, that's gonna be the future, man. Really, and that's <laughs> kind of sad though too, man. People are gonna live in a fucking alternate, uh, you know, reality type shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. But I don't think it's fully gonna be like that, cause yo, like I got the VR, right? Like it's over there somewhere. Yeah, sure. I'm like, here's the thing. I don't think it's gonna get that good for a really long time. But then it's gonna get that good really fucking fast. No, I think it's gonna happen really fast. Like how they're having all these concerts and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like it's really hard to to like get people to care for all the hype. Like, how many people you know that really jumped on that? Personally, I don't know. Like nobody really, you know. <laughs> but me myself, I'm doing my due diligence and I see what's happening and shit, and see where the future's going and where the money's going. You know what I mean? So that might be a good investment, you know. Nah, straight up, I yeah. think um, I think we could create like a VR studio in theory. I want to try to look into seeing something in the local where. I don't even know like we were just fucking around with ideas like something that like one of the 514 online makes people through my way last summer was like vr boxing and i'm like say what i don't want to fight anybody but i'm very happy to have my avatar fight your avatar with all the fucking throwing of air punches i can yo that's fucking brilliant man (laughs) that's like celebrity boxing but like you know virtual reality shit you know then like you can do some crazy shit where like if it's low cost right because um yeah are we buying anything on black friday that's a good question actually stills actually yeah i might hit a best buy you know what i mean yeah is it like just general shopping or do you have like a plan in mind whatever i see um general. might do some christmas shopping you know you nah probably not <laughs> i just went to new york yeah i feel, <laughs> like, you, I feel you man actually it was really good because my dude held it down for us while we were there but like still it's like I don't know. I got, like, a few things I need to get, per se, but I don't know if it's anything that's, like, really good on Black Friday anymore. Like, it's oh, not... It's gonna be so packed, too, man. So hectic. Or, like, whatever it is, I can just buy online, right? Like, really, you can, though, yeah. I don't know. That might there's... be the best bet, you know? Um, That's fair. Rhyme Sayers has deals on Black Friday. I'm sure a lot of people do. I think Rhyme I might... Sayers, yo, that's you know a good label. I might label. buy, though? A video editor. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, no, that's, but like no. So it's easier for you. What are you using so right now? Tra- Yo, bro, I, the one I showed you before that was, was me that? using the trial version of Filmora because. My but could home- you save on that? Make sure you could save on that. No, I can it's save some- on okay, it, okay. but I can't render. But my uh, home, my homeboy got the license, so I'm gonna send him the save file and all the raw footage. Are you sure it's gonna work? Yeah, yeah. and then he's okay. gonna load it. Okay. And his version's uncracked. Thank God. And so he. I hope be... you're not doing all this work for nothing. You know what I mean? Because that happened not. to me a few times with that fucking shit. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because okay. like, I mean, why would it like? Because yo, he's gonna open up the file. It doesn't matter where you created it. It matters. As long as you can save it. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I have the save mm-hmm. file mm-hmm. already. So like, and he's gonna like do that. But worst case, if it's cheap enough on Black Friday, <laughs> I'm like gonna go ahead and cop that. Mm-hmm. Mostly because like, that would be more useful for some of the. Some of the newer video we want to get into, some of the newer shit, um, branch a little bit away from just uh, sitting at tables talking content and mm. complement that with like some fucking other kinds of shows. Like? I, one of them I have in mind is about reviewing no-name food items and deciding which of the grocery chains has the best of a particular no-name item 
I don't know if everyone else calls them no-name shits, but you know what that is if you're in Montreal, right? It's just no compliment. Fucking Walmart's got a brand like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Now there's a lot of them too. Canadian Tire's got a brand. Mm -hmm. Yo, some of them be fire. Like some of them okay. is better than Ruffles and shit if we're talking <laughs> chips. And some of the like fucking soft drinks. Do you know which cola is good? Or are you just buying Coke because you got taught to buy Coke? You know what I'm saying? So like, I thought it might be fun to like do some blind shit, like like almost like take mm -hmm. the table here, Yo. have like three little contestants set up, a fucking host, and like kind of run through. You might be onto something though. Like yo, first like all cheap shit at first. So like imagine some shit where like the host be like fucking reading the back of the bag of chips and shit to mm -hmm. us, like to prep us, but we don't see it all. We just hear about it, mm -hmm. and we don't see the chips. And the guy's like filming the chips against the bags for like the actual footage for like the actual YouTube video. But mm -hmm. we're just like here chilling. Then you get one, two, three, four, five in the cups with the fucking chips in them. And we just go, which ones we like the best. Okay, yeah, Blind yeah. And taste test. Mm -hmm. And whatever fucking wins is king of that shit. Yo, I fuck with that. You know, like just food in general. And I think that's the way to go too. Like, you know how China Mac has like Mac Eats or whatever? Mm. You ever see that shit? I have not. He goes to like different restaurants, all that shit, and he rates the food basically, you know? But it's dope because he goes to different hoods and shit. You go to get the Spanish food, they get the Jamaican food and all that, you know? So yeah, that's that's just inter interesting to me. I'm like a foodie, you know what I mean? So like, mm, yeah. I fucks with that. Mm. We like, we, like I, I feel like that's what it taps into, but to me it's also like practical. Because do you really want to, because yo, we start off with bullshit food items, but what about like when we talking frozen chicken wings? Not an episode. We got to buy a box of each of the company's fucking shows and chicken wings. Yeah, ones. yeah. You're getting deep into like, this now. <laughs> and then it's like, yo, we, we saving you some fucking effort at that point. Because you know you that. You need to know this. Yeah. But like, frozen egg rolls, bro, is the most hit or miss shit in the world. Sometimes they like, I know I know maybe like. I had a restaurant for that. I don't know, man. I don't even trust that. <laughs> but what if you found one Unless you that found was fire? One. Yeah, yeah. And we don't know because <laughs> we don't trust that shit. But sometimes it's good. So that's the guide. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we run yeah. it through like that, and who the fuck knows? And it's just unrelated. But then I just mostly want to do it with rappers and shit from Montreal. Oh, even better. Yes. Yeah. So show like the other side type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I feel like that's when, like, yo, check it. Like people will be watching all them favorite rappers on Hot Wings and fucking oh, that's the, the best one where they too, buy man. the shoes or the one where they like, yeah, the yo, shit, yeah. tell me who didn't watch Two Chains in the fucking million dollar weed store. Uh, most expensive as shit that's, that's what you're talking about yeah I love that shit man that shit's ridiculous to me but yeah it's funny to see <laughs> so it's like um, Ismael's like me <laughs> <laughs> like a gold blunt and like I've all kinds people, of ridiculous shit I've had multiple people pull that episode up for me and force me to watch it I'm like the first time I was like cool the yeah. third time I'm like oh oh yeah two chains <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, what other what kind of shit would you? Because you do like film editing, so let's say you had control of a variety show. Mm -hmm. What is like the Buddha Child's utopian fucking variety show? Oh man, that's a good question, man. Wow, like maybe like um, like getting getting like rappers to, like cook. You know what I mean? What about that? Like, yo, it's pretty funny, man. Like, I just seen uh, Soldier Boy cooking like a fucking burger. Did you see that shit? Nah. Man, it looked like he just like just like uh, started cooking like yesterday. You know, <laughs> you'd be flipping that shit a million times. Yo, it's hilarious, you know. But, but like something like that, you know, like there is a show like that. I, I, honestly, like uh, on the Chow, but like you know, something with food that would be that would be good, you know, uh, or like you know. 
Yo, there's a lot of food in Montreal. Like, I don't know if I'm the right guy to go to all the restaurants and shit, but yo, even just going to like fucking restaurants in Montreal, yo, that's some TikTok that's shit. That's a lot though. though, man. Honestly, yeah. Like, I don't think people have like a full, even people who live here, I don't think they have a full appreciation for like, like, you know what would be a fire series? Getting people who is from places to tell you where the most ethnically tasteful, like on point food is from their culture, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then like doing like the Montreal guide to like Filipino food or the yeah, Montreal yeah. guide to like uh, Ismail could be like, bro, this is the Tunisian shit that tastes like fucking Tunisia. Like that's some shit I would really want to like. I'd watch that. And yeah, then I'd definitely. Go occasionally, be brave enough to try some of that shit. No, I'll make the trip. Yeah. Like the best faux spot, the best, uh, you know, Jamaican spot. Yeah, definitely. But there has to be like co-signed by somebody that like actually like knows the shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> has to make sense, you know? But yeah, something like that, you know? Manny's like, it's not, it's not fish. Yo, so what kind of stuff do you listen to these days? Let me think. Uh, other than myself? <laughs> Uh, let me think. That's a good answer. Because <laughs> I honestly, I just be going with my own shit and it's my own beats and shit. But um, fuck, man. I just listen to like the shit I always listen to, you know, like Pun, Mob Deep, you know what I mean? Bone Thugs and shit. But as far as new shit, that's hard, man. Uh, I listen to everything, man. But uh, like I said, French's new shit is, is dope. That shit's banging. Uh, yo, one of my favorite rappers that you might be surprised to know is Kevin Gates, man. I can't even hate. He's like too gifted with it. I don't even understand why this guy has so much talent and shit, you know? But yo, he knows how to make the hardest tracks. That's all I drive around to, honestly. You fuck with this shit or not? I don't even know. I'm like, like sometimes I was like, I don't even know if I know what Kevin Gates sounds like right now. Really? So to play I mean, we can't really do it live. <laughs> but like, but yo, um, look up some of the shit, man. I'm telling I'm gonna you, I'm going to check it after. Uh, I, I'm always curious about like the people people obsess over like there's always something to it you know like somebody was obsessed with fucking Dave East and then I find out Dave East got to be like in the fucking Wu-Tang show he's method man and you know what he's doing a pretty good job and I'm like yo you like it yeah yo are you watching the whole shit yeah man we're, we're at the, almost at the end of season one now so I'm not okay I can't even two, spoil yeah. it for you man bro, fuck yeah, it it bro. almost broke my heart man and if you, if you guys saw that shit you know what I'm talking about man oh my god Vince knows what I'm talking about you know he felt that shit <laughs> In my, in my heart though like the whole like yo it's just a show of context and shit right like yo when you see like young Raekwon on the roof and shit yo you're mm. just like whoa like it's like it, it just adds like this layer to the lyrics that I feel is very helpful while also being a very quality and enjoyable piece of fucking entertainment inherently because it's extremely well produced it is though it's shocking i'm like i can't believe it like the first season is like all street man they're just doing like street shit you know but the second season you get more deep into how they record it you know what i mean like like in the studio shit him making the beat and shit like that everything the whole process is like shopping that shit trying to get a deal and like it's really entertaining like uh to watch it's like you know what it made me feel like though like the one thing that they emphasize all throughout this first season is like how we can work stronger as a unit than than like you know individuals and it made me realize like how complicated it is to just do that you're dealing with so much more people and so many different personalities and shit like that and like you know i mean you guys split it so many ways you know like forget about the money part mm -hmm. try to get nine people in a room 
willing to do anything. Or even to show up at the same time and shit. Like, like even like, you know, like we can shoot a music video and shit like that. And certain people are supposed to come through and play a certain role or a cameo. It never come through, you know what I mean? It never like it goes exactly how it's planned. So yeah, like nine different people, man. Someone's going to be late. Uh, you know, something's going to happen, you know? Yeah, I mean, like... Even Bone Thugs, Busy Bone, there's like only like five. He's never there, Busy Bone, you know? Shout out to Bone Thugs, I love them. But, you know, it's like... Yeah, like he, so apparently, he apparently skipped the Art of War fucking cover shoot. That's why he looks different than the other ones. On he the has cover. no face paint, but I think he just did it because he didn't want to do that shit. He yeah, always he, wants to be different. Type it's because at that point, he was having the, the issue with the money. Yeah, yeah, he was and always hitting roofers, like, I understand that, though. Yeah, fuck everybody. If you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to do it. Because they sold so many millions and shit like that. You know, like, Crossroads, they're supposed to be so rich, you know? And it probably it didn't make sense. So I, kind of, I understand his frustration, but he has to be there for the group too, you know what I mean? That was When your group, you got to show face type shit, you know? That was everyone else's idea with it. And then Busy was like, nah, that ain't it. But he was also <laughs> like, if I'm not mistaken, he was dealing with substance issues and some other shit at the time that made it harder for him. Like, he kind of likes the alcohol a lot. Um, yeah, on some shows he was just too. Like he had passed out on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the first one to do that shit, huh? <laughs> and then like it was kind of an issue. Then he was maybe was he still in bone? Was he not in bone? All things considered, he's one of the most consistent ones today. He always drops albums like it's like nothing for him. If you ever see like studio footage of him doing songs, you ever see that shit? Yeah. It's like he was going crazy, and he's from the page, and then he'd be flipping the page, and I even skip a beat and shit like that. It's unbelievable. Like you could tell he just wrote it, but he's just spinning like like it's nothing, you know, off the page. Cause he's got that like proficiency. I don't know if you ever watched his like story time channel, Jam TV or something. That's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it was family Cause, shit. Nah, cause I mean I'm calling it what it is. It's like when the blonde chick does a makeup tutorial drinking wine, except. It's busy bone drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very entertaining person. You know what I mean? Even that footage that, that that went viral with him with the musket. Did you see that shit? Nah. Man, he had this old school fucking like look like some I don't know. It's oh, coming yeah. out of cartoon. Talking about Migos and shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's seen that shit. Yeah. No, but like I we got into we started watching it though because my girlfriend and it was like one of those meeting points. I'm like I care about busy bone. And he's making makeup tutorial drinking content, which tends to go over well, you know, like when you're trying to find certain things to watch. So it was pure drama and ooze as he's like, let me tell you about the time we almost got robbed up. Yes, that shit, yo. And then it's like he's literally sipping the wine. And like, <laughs> and I'm like, say a word. I know you could do that on YouTube. You could just talk man, he about got, shit. He has so many good stories, man. He's a good storyteller. Fat Joe is a good storyteller. I kind of so, like it. Yeah. Yeah. And he has that whole intro with his wife and his kid. <laughs> yeah, his kid is so nice. cute, man. And the tux and shit. Yeah. I fucks with that. Just see, like, you know how it is in, in, in life. Because, you know, before all this YouTube shit, they were so mysterious. You didn't know nothing about them. You know, you want to look up shit about them. And now it's just, like, everywhere, you know? Like, on the other hand, I was just thinking about that. Like, we were looking at the YouTube homepage just today. And it's like, how bad is YouTube right now? What do you mean by that? Like, it's good. Cause like it's got all this great shit, mm -hmm. but it's bad. Cause it's too much shit or something. Or what? it's all the same great shit. Like I don't know if it's like I'm not saying there isn't amazing like individual pieces of content and creators I come across, but it's like I find I come across a creator I like, 
And then I read, and I'm, I'm sure I'm guilty of the same thing. So why motherfuckers may not be fucking with me as quick, quick. But like, they just do the same shit and then they try to find ways to optimize that shit. I mean, my mission's always been about the story of Montreal more than it is really about like fucking trying to be trendy. But like, I respect that. That trendiness, in a sense, it's like when you're trying to make it your job. And I feel like everybody trying to make it their job. Like, to be fair, I love doing this. I want this to just be a thing I do. I do not want this to be the thing that 100% pays me. I want other things to pay me. Um, it's good to have other streams, you know? But, but like, you look at that, and then I'm looking at the YouTube page, and it's like, no matter what I click on, it's like, I'm not like a video, but then it's like every other video is that video with another subject. And then, and Because then, they know what you click click on, and then that's just going to appear, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, And then, but I re I'm talking like, I go to the guy's channels, all these oh. people's channels, and they're all like, they don't, I don't know. It's like all of a sudden, it's just YouTube's a, the land of opinions and video essays. And I don't know what else is there. Like, think about hip hop medium, bro. It's just like a million dudes making videos about people. That's basically what it is, really, yeah. And then, like, the really rich shit, which is like legacy media. Or, like, the GQ does, like, those kinds of shows or whatever. Like, the Google search shit and, like, all that kind of crap. But then you got, like, the other side where mm -hmm. it's, like, literally us. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone else. And it's, like, I was sitting there thinking about it today. And I'm, like, man, it's, like, is it good anymore? Is this yeah. even good? Not, like, I like what we do. Don't even get me wrong. But, like, the greater picture of it all is so, like, everybody can just do this. And everybody is trying to do it in the same way across such multiple platforms. And then you sit there and you look at your numbers and they're trash. So, like, you know, it drops. It dropped to three. <laughs> in your head, you're like, what's the point anymore? It could be Why a little, a little disheartening, you know. And then but you're like, you got to do it for the love. Do differently. And then you forget about the bigger picture of life and sometimes, and I think what happens is, is a lot of people just kind of get caught up in that. But then the ones that get successful, it's like, what do you do? Like what happens when you're successful on YouTube? Like you gotta keep it going somehow. Like, you know, you gotta always come out with content and like, then you're just forcing it, I guess, you know? I don't know, man. It was just this whole like big metaphysical conversation in my head about like the meaning of it all. I mean, I like Twitch cause again, it's live. We get to have this conversation. Like to me, it's more like I got to fuck with Buddha child here and bring some Montreal around, you know, and like actually, you know, try and showcase some shit. That's always been like the goal. But also, yo, I want to talk to any of you without this shit. So like, I'm, I'm like, you know, my life moved up over it. I'm yeah, like, I hate that, but it's not like in the ways people would think. So it's like, I don't know, man. I just had that whole thing watching like YouTube today. I don't know Netflix feels very similar too like I don't know what to watch on Netflix anymore really and like I don't know TV is just not what it was I feel you I feel you except man, for like, the Wu-Tang show and shit like that I'm all, I'm all no but there's still some good shows man like yo what am I fucking with right now BMF did you watch that show yet no but I it's saw so him, like, fucking good man post about it and then I'm gonna get to it even the power shit man like I can't even hate on 50, man. He makes great shows, man. Like, really, he I finds good characters and shit. The Power Book uh, 2 just started again and shit like that, man. Problem with Power for me was the synchronized sex scenes. <laughs> it always goes down, man. It's like, <laughs> you can even tell when it's about to go down. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. It's like, oh, this is a soap opera, isn't it? <laughs> and, like, I'm watching a soap opera. And then you realize, yes, Power is a soap opera. And that's what, it, and you're like, okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> 
I really, I think I watched it's a ghetto like, soap opera and shit. I watched four seasons of it, I think. I don't think I saw it last season. I okay. know what happened because the internet spoils everything. But, but yeah, like, what else, man? Is some yo, you know what's amazing? Curb, man. There's a new episode today. It was so funny. Do you watch that? Curb your enthusiasm. Oh, say word. I forgot it came back. To be honest yo, it's, with you. it's so fucking funny. That might be one of the funniest shows, man. I'm not gonna lie, like. Larry is so fucking funny, man. Just, about anything, like man. Bonnie like, had no interest in it, and if Bonnie no has way. no interest in it, no, she it has to give her another chance. Bonnie, you gotta give her another chance. Yeah, <laughs> child. If she has no Trust interest me. in something, sometimes it's hard to make it happen. Did you like life. Seinfeld and shit though? I um, yeah, she's she's agreeing to this one. She has no interest in this one, right? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, because that's because then it's like, yo, the only time I really watch TV is with her, right? Okay, like, yeah. Some like, yo, I'm doing shit, or like, and I watch YouTube while I'm doing shit because I don't give a fuck if I miss half a YouTube video. <laughs> but like, and so I have like this reserve of stuff I'm one day gonna watch by myself, and then that day never comes. But that day will come if I'm ever on tour and I'm in a car for like, yeah, hours. yeah, on a plane or some so shit. I'm stacking it all up for when that day comes. In the meantime, it's like. Yeah, it's hard. If Bonnie doesn't want to watch it, and I watch all of my TV with her, then it's like really <laughs> no, a situation of compromise land. There's there's been many sacrifices along the way, with regards to watching things I want to watch at timelines I would like to watch them. But you're a good guy, man. Me is like, yo, I gotta watch this, man. And my girl will be like, oh man, you watching all this gangster shit again, man? And she'll just go watch her own shit. She's pretty good with a lot of the gangster shit. Okay, if it's like like the Wu Tang show, she's not a hundred percent interested in because believe it or not, she reviewed a bunch of Wu Tang, wasn't a thousand percent thrilled with the music. But like, she's also aware of the cultural significance of kind of being involved in this scene and when something like watching the Kanye interview um like it's like if you didn't watch it which one on drink champs yeah like, it's the <laughs> most culturally significant thing to happen it might be a top five hip-hop cultural moment right really well think about it like five million people and shit watched that first part in like that short period of time I mean what wow. else in hip-hop got that kind of fucking attention you know and he said wild that, shit but... And it was really entertaining. And I feel like everybody who watched that episode watched the entire thing. I don't think yeah, there's two parts to that shit. Yeah. I don't think people stopped mm -hmm. and were like, nah, bro, I'm good. I think they watched the second thing when he got real fucked up. And I had, I had a conversation with somebody on my very show where he basically was mad at Kanye for the disrespect he put on um, backpackers. What he was saying, how uh, Talib couldn't rap, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, all of that. And he said, Yo, you said that after this, you were supposed to be like that. And I was like, Say word, but that's his opinion, though. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I felt him when he said that shit because, like, I mean, like, oh, fuck, I hope I don't get flack for this shit, but like, I always find most better, you know, most deaf and shit. Like, he'll ride to be better and all that. I think he was more or less talking about his flow and, and he doesn't have the best voice and shit like that, you know. And when he said Common's the better rapper, it, it's real. I felt him on that. I mean, Common's a good rapper. But and you can freestyle too. You can probably freestyle better I'm than. I'm not even gonna lie. I want to be. I want to watch Common in shows. I seen him live. Yo, he was at the Metropolis. I was such a fucking idiot, man. I'm drinking in the park, all this shit. Cause you, shows you start late, but yo, he was on time, man. I came in. The show already started. I couldn't believe it, man. But it was, it was still amazing. And he was breakdancing, doing all this crazy shit. I'm like, what? He could do this? Yo, Common. He started breakdancing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> I like him as an actor. Like a lot, Yo, he's a, a good lot. actor too. Mm -hmm. Like his music's I, um, you know what the problem is? I never want to listen to a common song. I like them. I just no, I'm well, never I like, and it 
it just might be who I am versus who, what he does, but like the one where uh, Kanye produced it and shit, that that shit was amazing. But like with the whole of all of music at my disposal, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm no, never yeah, yeah. like I'm gonna go throw on a common song. What do you listen to though? Um, lately, yeah. uh, hold up. It's based on the top of my Spotify. Like, so <laughs> do this authentically. It's like in a sequence. A lot of myself, but <laughs> you see, oh, no, I'm not the only one. It's not here. vain. Um, I used to not do it as much, but then I talked to Serenity, and Serenity told me she listens to her music like a hundred times in a row. And if she likes the song after hearing it a hundred times in a row and feels like it's a banger, then she knows it's a banger. And I thought wow. about listening to my own music differently. And I'm like, how much did I not listen enough? And then like, there's a couple of verses. I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, I didn't deliver that that good. Or this song wasn't after a hundredth time. Like, oh, I don't know. You know <laughs> right? And whereas so I do listen to a lot of myself, but then I have invincible by pop smoke. Yes. Um, I don't really care by. This is the New York soundtrack, by the way, because it was. I fuck when that's my favorite. While we were there, uh, I don't really care by French Montana. Welcome to yeah, the party okay. by Pop Smoke. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, bunch of Nate Husser. This guy. You no, know, I n- never really got into his shit though. I, I should, you know. I feel like Nate Husser is on a wave that I really enjoy listening to, and his lyrics don't really disappoint me. Did he drop an enjoy. album this year or something? Yeah, Did you drop something? adult supervision EP. Okay, okay. Thing. okay. Uh, that's where all the hits. No disrespect, I just never really uh, played that. Shit. Nah, I I mean I think he's real cool. I I enjoy it. I can I don't know if other people do. Then there's some YouTube ad that worked on me, Kenny Mason guy. <laughs> that shit works. <laughs> I don't Sometimes know. I'll be hearing a banger, but like, Wait, what and the fuck is this? You know what so happened? Bad. I just hearted it, but then I got the ad again, and I'm like, no, I worked <laughs> on me. Stop it. I really like the Spinna Benz guy. He's a Jacksonville drill artist. That you like that drill shit though, huh? Hard shit. You fuck with Favi? I'm not sure if I do, but I might. Okay. I just don't know if I do because I don't think I know. Um, hold up, I fucking hit play. Fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just played on my shit for a second. Uh, but yeah, then it's like a bunch of local shit, and then it'll be some weird alt rock hits and shit like American Dirtbag or like or no Teenage Dirtbag like. I'm just a teenage dirtbag. Or like a lot of shit that I like my, my shower sing along vibes. Yeah, you do a lot of those videos, huh? <laughs> I mean, those are all just whatever I'm bumping. And then I'm like, because what happened was is men and women both started reacting very differently. And I said, this is awesome. Women were just like supportive, not in like a sex way, but they were like, <laughs> this guy's an international sex symbol now. <laughs> like, fucked with whatever music I was playing. Men. Bro, why are you always naked in the shower? <laughs> and I'm like, let me ask you a question. Are you telling me it bothers you? Let's run it. And you know what happened? The same people would keep saying it to me. So I'm like, well, I know you're watching my stories. So why do you keep watching it? You know, you just, you're just like, you know. <laughs> and I think it's because like people don't expect it, and it's always goofy shit or like a bust <laughs> like, on it. <laughs> uh, but it, like to me, it's like showcasing low-key the wider shit i listen to or whatever and you know like i feel like all you other dads get to like i'm not a dad but all the dads get to be goofballs and it's okay so i want to be a dad like goofball so I'm no, you can be you man you know what i mean <laughs> yo but it's like people say that until you're in a position like mine and then you know it's it's kind of like you you gotta you overthink it all like you don't just post that shit 
you have to like get to the point where you're like willing to. And then <laughs> I saw the numbers go up. No, you're very comfortable, man. Now, but yeah. not at first. It took fuck. Nah, I mean, but it's also part of it. Like, yo, what mm-hmm. are you supposed to do if like, like I look at it like if I got signed to some crazy shit tomorrow, could I live that life? I think so. <laughs> yeah, but like, but it's like I'm training. Yeah, you know? okay, like okay. Constantly, yeah. Cause you know who does that? Khaled, man, is fucking hilarious and shit like that. You know when he just be like topless and dancing and shit like that. Yo, he's Khaled. You know. Yo, I did some fuck, and I don't even like it, but I did some fucking live performance on my new gimmick. When I'm here, is I don't wear a shirt under the suit, <laughs> and they were like so into that. These, these, but these young men were like They're hating, right? No, it was the opposite. It was like they were so impressed by like my confidence and shit yeah. <laughs> that they like fed off that energy. Like, maybe I'm I like, could do it too, yo. You know, I'm certain there's a degree of like it's funny that the dude with the belly be doing this, <laughs> but then like past that was that's better than everything else I saw, and I was like, huh? I'll you take might be it. onto something, man. And I call it dad dick energy. No kids. <laughs> no, but for real, like I just. Yo, Montreal's like a place that people are just excited to come be a tourist at to the rest of the world, right? Mm-hmm. We're like just for laughs and jazz fests and girls and parties. <laughs> no, that's how the that's world That's Montreal. So it's like, I think the, the weirdest shit I ever did was try to be all negative forever. And now I'm trying to learn how to be fun. It's the hardest shit in the world, to be honest with you. You were negative before? Yeah. Oh. I mean... You take life seriously when you are independent rapper, bro. You gotta make that yo every starving day. artist type shit. Not, I, was, well, I was never, I was never a starving artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, like for like a couple of weeks when I was like twenty one, because I was being real dumb, but like never really starving. But I definitely was into that more backpacker mentality, mm-hmm. purism. Even me, man. Like my first album, I was going like strictly lyrical with that shit, you know. And then, yeah, I started, in, it was actually the interviews, bro. Because I started the journey, right? Like, I feel like Lose Weight was dancey. I had this epiphany that you couldn't dance to, like, anything in my catalog. And I'm like, say a word. That's not good. So lose Yeah, I have to have, like, at least one or two songs, you know? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, everything's not in a place. And that was my big epiphany because I was watching these dudes with these fucking crazy performances and realizing, like, nothing in my catalog could do that. So then I started doing these interviews and I talked to a bunch of DJs like mm-hmm. Don Smooths and like fucking Shout out to Don Smooth. Yeah, and like a bunch of dudes like that. And they was telling me, watch the ladies. Watch the ladies. Watch the ladies. And then like I realized Bonnie doesn't necessarily like all my music. And I'm like, fair Yeah. Facts. My girl too, you know what I mean? <laughs> but so I asked her at one point, point blank, like, why? And she's like well, you hear what I listen to, Iggy Azalea and all that crap. Why would I listen to your music? And I'm like, mm, she got a point. I don't even make music that would be appealing to certain demographics of people at all. So why would I expect them to bump my shit? Out of the purity of me being an artist and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, then you go through the all my friends are rappers and the only people who hear my music is rappers phase. So you just sharpen your sword to impress a bunch of rappers, but nobody (laughs) ever buys your album. And as you were talking about getting nine people in a room, kind of goes like that with shows too. Oh man. So it's like, didn't you just go to a few shows? How was it? Was it empty and shit? (sighs) Nah, bro. It was, 
it was like, yo, we got to throw a show soon, love, love. I'm excited. <laughs> you got to understand. Like, I flipped my script real quick on a couple of things. Like, so the first show I went to, I don't, this is my like mini show review. I'm going to film those soon. I actually took some footage and shit. Nice. It was the Cypher. Um, this was, we'll call it legal. So vaxes and like above brown, they're both legal. We'll just call it conventionally the more legal and safe route for like a promoter. Um, and you're vaccinated, masks on. Yo, mm -hmm. we like bought a drink. You could take your mask off. And then the lady's like, nah, your drink's done. Put your fucking mask on, plebs. And so I'm you like, just hold the fucking bottle the whole time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nurse kinda, that shit, you know? You like, it's just to, to breathe, man. Like in a club? And, Come on. But it was legal to dance again. So I was doing my <laughs> shit. And then Serenity saw me doing my shit. And I said, what's up to Serenity? And that was cool because I got to meet her. The music was a vibe. It was the first time I've been in an event that I said, I do not believe I could rock this event the way it's meant to be rocked. I do not believe I have the kind of swagger in me for this. But I like it. I like being a spectator. But I'm going to call the video when I make it Le Cypher. Bring a girl and get laid. Because <laughs> that's my feelings on that fucking night. Now, the second night, this was that Jane Wire shit where uh, cause I knew Hanjo performing there uh, and I had just interviewed this guy, M.O.T., who was performing there and I left before his performance. It is what it is. Sometimes that <laughs> happens. Yeah, something you never know when they're going on. It's always later and shit. And yeah, happens. I mean, so like we went down and thankfully CB Mac drove me to fucking Shamadi. Shit was 30 bucks. I'll tell you, I haven't bought a lot of local shows. 30 bucks? You no, it's not hating, but like, holy shit. That, that's actually really like, yo, even like, uh, it's COVID, but you know what I realized? I don't see no vaccination required, which I believe moves us into private party territory. Now, private parties have a bunch of regulations and ish that I do not know the legalities on, but they don't follow the same rules as public event bar like things. It's gotta be like a limited capacity or some shit, right? All of that crap. Yeah. So, all I can say I was in a, it was a location. And uh, nobody, uh, let's say nobody was asked to wear masks and I was mm -hmm. like, it's a different vibe. <laughs> um, but you walk in and the first thing that happens is man's hands me a fucking frozen shot. One of them was amaretto sour flavored. <laughs> the other one was like some other flavor. This is for every guest that comes in? Free for the okay. night. It was almost like an open bar of these frozen shots. That's dangerous. It was because <laughs> I'm not really a drinker. Oh no? Uh, so I took the first two okay. and then in 20, 30 minutes when the first two kicked in, I was like, they're free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very dangerous. Two more. Uh, later on in the night, took another. Uh, I don't know. I think I ended up with five or six. At a certain point, I'm like, no, I, I can't keep going too much farther on this. I got to wake up tomorrow. And that kicked in. Um, it was one of those, like, you couldn't leave. They just had an outside enclosed area to like smoke in that's amazing so it's not too cold it, know, was, it was better you don't understand this it, i mean i do they do understand so all of a sudden i'm like so and then yo it was like say what you will about montreal shows and this was like an event like i'm gonna ballpark it at while i was there it was a good 180 to 200 people and at 30 dollars really per, yo they made know. money no way yeah people <sighs> Bro, they also had exotic seven ups, and I know it sounds corny, but I've never been so excited to spend three more dollars at a show. What does that even mean, exotic seven ups? Cherry flavored and oh, yeah? mango oh. flavored. And mango. Yeah, bro. Oh, it was shit. like six okay, or okay. I'm like, you know what? They gave me free fucking shots. They had exotic seven ups. They had this girl who made 
art there selling her shit. They had like, you know, table lounge areas. It was very spacious. They had a bunch of acts on. And the night just kept going on, bro. And like, there was a good ratio of testosterone to non-testosterone in the room. And so... Sausage Fest? <laughs> you know, the opposite. It was like really a good ratio mix, a good oh. mix of people. And like, the vibe sounds was good. amazing. Wow, that sounds good, And I'm man. like, wait a second. I spent $30 plus a 7-Up. I got a little drunk. And I was like, I loved going to Shamadi for this. And I was like so baffled by all of that. And now I'm sitting here going, that was one of the best local events I've been to. I can't believe it. Well, I wish I could throw some shit like that and get that much people to come through. You yeah, can At that price? It's doable if you create yeah. that experience. Because A, it's not forever times, but it's the new forever times. If we can follow whatever regulations are required for private parties, upon mm -hmm. which I'm going to not just promise anything to the world if you see events for me in the future. But that's the next phase, huh? Yeah, you should start throwing shows and shit like that. No, yo. but actually, when we talk it, right, for me, it's mad important to do it around here. But, like, literally, where the fuck in NDG can you actually do this shit? Like a show? Like a good show in a more underground capacity. Yo, I, I went to this one spot in NDG. I forgot what it was called. It was for a Waka Flocka show and shit like that. Hood spot. I think it was near Vendome. Somebody told me yeah. about that spot one time. My boy got stabbed that night. It was crazy. It was like the craziest show I've ever been to, man. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a selling point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, heard, I found out about that spot today. But like, really, that's what it is. We find a venue. And then we get the right number of people together that are actually interested. Find people that understand party promotion. Mm -hmm. And then you don't just throw a show. You throw a show with a couple of frills. And whatever those frills may be, whether it's free vodka shot or Amaretto Brody shots, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> it's like a spoon, like at a fancy fucking bougie ass shit with like a little ball of ice that melted and it was all like liquor slushy. And you went like, Broom, from a spoon? It, yeah. So that's not how I picture it. Wow. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, I didn't, but you, so you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, oh. And now we're talking about it because Jade. Noir's fucking influencer fucking gimmicky shit that he pulled with this got me talking about Jay Noir? J-A-A-Y Noir? Okay, okay. I don't know. He was Do on I the Hustle him? podcast. Feels like I know him. Okay. I met him for the first time. Was he in uh, Velvet Trench vibes or some shit like Bro, that? I have no idea. Okay. I met him for the first mm. time at his show. And then I hit him up on mm. Insta and I'm like, that show was actually really dope. <laughs> I'm like... Like, I was surprised. Yeah. Like, bro, I spent $30 on the ticket. And I'm like, to my girlfriend, she's like, Shamadi, she's like, I don't know if I want to go to this. <laughs> I'm like, actually, it was pretty late. <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, but it's in Shamadi. So it's like, far, man, yeah. yo, if I hadn't gotten a lift home after, uh, I'd still do it. It was actually really? that good. Oh, fuck. Wow. That's, that says a lot. I you don't know, know I mean? if it's like Uber good. It's definitely last Metro good. Okay. Yeah, that, or oh, like man. the bus good. Night bus or some shit. <laughs> no, not, well, however it works in Laval. Oh. Like it's definitely like more like that. Like I'd be home by like one. Like I kind of was. But like uh, it, it was really like, bro, I cannot. Like it got me excited again. It was like, it was like the before times when you could just like. Mm. do shit i mean i don't even wow. know if it was like i don't even remember the last show i went to you know what i mean it's and it was cool but yeah for me it was like i realized if i throw an event right now who the fuck remembers me at their event 
and I'm like, ooh, that's not a lot of people. So I have to rectify that situation. And like you have to like rap or something like that, or like. Well, I want to get booked, <laughs> and I'm like, and I want to throw things, but the reality is, going back to Fat Joe, I was talking to Logics one time. Logic was telling me how one thing Fat Joe did for people was come through all day shows with all day his people as much as possible. So when Fat Joe would throw a show, everybody had to go because he went to everybody's shows and it just created a culture like that. And I'm like, really? oh, oh shit, I don't go to anybody's shows. No wonder nobody is maybe fucking with me as much. Okay, okay. So like, that makes sense. And then right before COVID, I'd started that shit. I even did like a little short review. And then uh, I went to, like, whatever. I met this Soul I Am, this uh, fucking Handro guy who I actually saw last hour when I went to the show on Friday or whatever. And then it's, like, um, I realized, yo, this is actually kind of dope for, like, networking and shit, right? Yeah. And then COVID. And then now the world's kind of weirdly quasi-open. And I'm, like, okay. And, yo, what was cool, though, was, like, actually just running into people and like knowing people at I'm like I'm in Shamity how do I know so many fucking people here like people you never met like just no. know online type shit a couple of those mm -hmm. but like more like people I'd met one two times and mm -hmm. people who I'd known because of the online like I'd interviewed like five people in that room <laughs> oh wow, wow. I'm like, this small is... world but kinda mm -hmm. cause I've been you know trying to tap into it I definitely hit like a hundred people in Montreal or 80 to 100. I can't say 100. As far as interviewed? Yeah. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. So, like... I didn't even know there's, like, that much of us out there. You know what I mean? That's a lot, yo. Just, I'm going to ballpark it at 2,000 English rappers. No way. Really? But how many decent ones? You know what I mean? Like, Because nowadays, everybody's a fucking rapper, right? Everybody. But they're all better marketers. So, the question mm. isn't really who's a good rapper. It's who's a more entertaining personality. I guess that's what it is nowadays, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people might hate it, but if you think about yourself as a person and like what you're interested in, like we were saying, like yo, the best rapper is like sometimes you want to listen to that shit, but more often than not, I found myself not wanting to listen to maybe the best rappers. But there's vibes of life, and whatever your vibe of life is will dictate what you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. So it's like how do you fit into the most people's vibes, and the people who figure out that formula are the ones that i feel do very well in this current world so i don't even think i'm the best rapper <laughs> like not at all i don't think anybody out there be saying holden's the best rapper in montreal not a single person but i got fans i'm mm -hmm. cool with that and i feel that's like that's all you can ask for right you know? is that middle ground but do i need to be the best rapper did i do the work to be the best rapper Honestly, that. that's that's my goal in life is to, to be the greatest rapper and just be known as the greatest rapper. I don't know. It's like I just want to be remembered, bro. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> like, feel you. I feel you. Like I feel like I make bless ass art that gets better over time. And if I'm blessed enough to be making music in my seventies, my seventy year old means albums gonna be better than my current. Oh man, imagine um, that, man. Oh, you know, fuck, like if I'm still making music at seventy, holy. You know, like I don't know, man. <laughs> like I don't know about you, but it's not like I get worse over time at this. Yeah, somehow, yeah, I just keep getting better and better. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I find like the more I live life, the more I like change. You mm -hmm. know, the more I embrace new things. You know, like. Like, you go to play, like, it's all about experiencing stuff, right? Like exactly. You, go, you gotta live life to, like, to, act, to talk about things, yeah. And then you go through, you're gonna go through all this shit again, man. Yeah. 
really though it's gonna like unlock brand new like perspective like bro if i had a kid i bet i could write a hundred songs just like staring at my kid being Trust like this me, is man, like a yo, glorified it's, cat it's more of <laughs> that's a good way but i'm telling you man you know like by hook or by crook that album just came out just from like the birth of my son you know what i mean yeah man trust me and i fucks with that whole thing because like to me it's like there's no age cap like i know a lot I to hip-hop kind of there is though but like now because like country singers they could be old like 103 years old whatever you know but like that's because country's like 103 years old <laughs> but hip-hop be like as old as the oldest rappers are now. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. And but they, like, I don't know, man. They don't show that much love to the old rappers. It's like more like, you know. But that's a very North American point of view, because Chuck D can go sell out arenas in Germany. Yes, yeah. So it's that's like, true. that's true. I mean, you're right. I don't know that America gonna love old man Holden, but the world might. I'm okay being famous in Japan. I know yeah, I I'm control. good with that too. Yo. Bro, give me that Japanese tour. I'm going to be all over that shit. Like, yo, yo let me go tour places. Yeah. Let me not be famous in America. I'm fucking fine with that. I'm happy to be selling enough tickets to go tour other places level of good. Yeah. That sounds beautiful to me. Because the whole world is out there. It can just be limited, you know, North America. But that'll be nice too, you know? <laughs> But that's what I mean. Mm. Like, so check it. Like, how many old men are making albums right now? And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like rap rappers. Yeah. How many dudes is like pushing plus past fifty? Like, you know, Fat Joe's pretty old now, but he looks young though. It's crazy. Like, like does it, and Nas doesn't like age. 50. It's Nas is pushing that era. Yeah, yeah. M is like 48, 49. Yeah, yeah. Like these. So well, you're right. You're old. right. Yo, yo, like Freddie Gibbs is a guy I heard of when he was like 37, 38. Like, think about how old Freddie Gibbs is to get his first Grammy nom, you know? And I know these well, Alchemist, right? I can't believe that yeah, happened. Yeah. Yo, yo so how... Cool. And you know, fire. I didn't even listen to that shit. It's fire. It's fire if you fucks with what Freddie Gibbs does. And I fuck with Freddie Gibbs, man. Yo, he could really spit, man. Like, crazy breath control, too. You see that freestyle he did with his son on his lap there? Nah, I did not. Is that LA Leakers? Yo... Check that shit out. Trust me. It. Trust me. Oh my but god. I listen to a lot of Freddie Gibbs' music because I feel like he's just good at taking something like bars, but making songs out of them. And I think a lot of people who write good bars do not make good songs. That's true. Like, yeah, that's true. Like sometimes battle rappers and shit like that, or freestyle people can't even like make a song. You know? Yeah. yeah I don't like, know why that is. It's so weird. You know? You know why it is? Because when you're doing that kind of battle rap shit, you don't, unless you're scheming, you don't really do a lot of repetition, right? Like it's kind of frowned upon unless you're doing weird convoluted, you have to think about them schemes. Otherwise it's gotta be fresh and versatile and always changing and shit. And let's be real, a good hook, bro. It's like Sometimes the least hard. number of words as possible, unless you got a good flow. Like, exactly. like you want them to think on your, that's the part they sing. That's like, mm -hmm. you know, the part, like, even like the top. And yo, they rap. can't even come up with a hook. Like, I can't even do a song without a hook. You know what I mean? Like, I'll feel guilty or some, sh you know? And, well, I mean, I've done a few. Yeah. I did a three and a half minute verse once because I wanted to say, like, and I was like, sometimes I make songs and I'm like, I know nobody's going to care about this, but I want to know I did it. Right? Like, a, yeah. And I did it one take. It took me a lot of one takes, not like, it took me six hours to get one take of the three and a half minutes I felt was acceptable for that track. 
and but how's that one take? <laughs> no, but like I did it in one take. I oh, okay, okay. I one taked it. it mm. Like people use the term "fucking" so loosely now. It's like <laughs> doing it in one take to me what? is without punching in. You mean right? Yeah. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. But it took six hours to get the one I liked. I was mad. Yeah. And then I talked to sound engineers and they laughed in my face and they're like, "Bitch, punch in." And then I just said, "No, nah, I'm gonna get good." So I never really learned to punch in. I yeah, I barely punch in too. Like, like Kelly, like, uh, makes me feel bad. Like, oh, you punch in. <laughs> I, I went to Makeway for the first time, and one of the new engineers is there. And I was like, I knew I could do my verse within five. So I was like, nah, we good. I didn't do it in one. I didn't do it in two. He's like, you're not going to punch in? I'm like, no, nah, I got it, bro. <laughs> Third one, I got it. Okay, I, okay. Cool but like, but sometimes you have to, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it doesn't make you bad. You just, you're just trying to make the, get the best parts, you know. But me, I record like like five takes and take the best parts of those verses, you know, and, and put it together like that. That's what I do, you know. That's how I used to do it back in the day when I went to the stool. I think yeah. I feels like we talked about this in the last interview yeah, or something. Entirely no? possible. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it, it changed so much for me because it went from like I went to the studio, but now I just. I'm literally like bumping out these mixtapes and shit, which mm. was like really different. I put out more music completely by myself without an engineer than I did with engineers in a shorter period of time. And it's like the weird part to me is how little I got any feedback about the mix. That's a good sign that maybe you're a good mixer. You know what I'm I mean? not. <laughs> I think it's that only rappers and shit like notice it or engineers or something like cali he'll be like yo let me mix your shit yeah he'll, he'll probably like, hear, you know yeah. like i pulled it out on a phone at the bar and i showed a track he's like bro it's on a phone nobody fucking cares your mix is trash and then i realized <laughs> that is how people be listening to shit or like yeah, phone it, you yeah. and me may have really good like headphones but you think everybody you know has good headphones people be buying like wildly 20 dollars skull candies and shit <laughs> and like I don't think your mix matters on the skull candies. Like it matters, but like, yeah, I, I'm okay at making the volumes level, but like from effects and shit, bro, I don't even know how to do anything. I do the most bullshit EQ and then everything else is like the same reverb, the same <laughs> compression. Like I don't change it. It's just there. Sometimes I put on the stock default delay. I don't edit it. I just put on the basic one. Right. And then the rest of it is me. You like, can't just overdo it sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes like, less is more type shit, you know? Yeah. And then, so if I want effects, like, I kind of have to do them. Like, with your mouth type shit? Like, 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 yeah, like, like pow. <laughs> not like that as much, but like vocal effects, like ranges. Like, if I want to get more, like, croaky or whatever, I'll have to, like, figure out how to do it okay if okay. i want to sing or hitting i don't know how to auto-tune okay so that's like, what i was gonna ask you okay yeah, yeah so i don't know how to auto-tune and if it sounds like ass it kind of sounds like ass but then it's like okay but then i have to get better so, i guess you'll get better as you go type shit right i think i got like in that range where you know i don't sing but you don't care because i rap and it sounds good enough for rap <laughs> you know that range yeah, yeah, where yeah. like rappers be where like they can clearly like, I can hit notes within a key-ish, mostly, but I don't know how to do it, like, on key properly. Yeah. I can just kind of do it. Sort That's of really like, what auto-tune is for and shit like that, you know what I mean? So, like, technically I should, but I don't know how to do it, and mm. the idea of bothering, I'm just like, nah, 
I'll just figure it out. And I went down that route. And then it was like, yo, I will sometimes spend, like, if I wrote a verse, 45 minutes recording it. But, yo, the end result of that 45 minutes is some shit, like, I'm super proud of in a way where back in the day it was some ego shit. Nah, like, it'll be like, it's not that I can't rap that verse. It's not about the flow or the pocket. It's this time I went like this. Then I went like this. Went <laughs> yeah, like you just experiment, right? Yeah. I went like that. And then like <laughs> Every the tone. Day, and so you don't know which one's going to sound good sometimes. Mm. And then it's weird how your toolkit like expands in that direction. And you're like, oh, say word. This is, this is why famous people spend eight hours on a song. I wish I had that luxury, man. Like, maybe that's good for you. Like, you just record from home and shit like that. And maybe if you wanted to, to stop what you're mixing, you just bring that to, to Merck or whatever. But no, what, I what kept you doing? Project files so that in the future we can yeah. do like remastered. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And you, you drop like freestyle albums and shit, right? Yeah, we're doing that all live on Twitch for the most part, except for when I had features here and that one time I got drunk and Robert. Like, I recorded five songs. Apparently, like Chris was telling me some shit, like. I was playing the beat. I looked at him. I'm like, this beat's not for you. Fucking five minutes later, the track was done. And then we moved on. Um, I think, I know it's out. Like, track's out. I'm pretty sure I know which one it is. Um, and then we went and recorded the next track with him. And I know that day I made, like, we made, like, five. Including wow. one that has Bonnie on it. And I was just, like, in this fucking, let's fucking make music, bros. And I'm, like, whipping shit out because I'm freestyling it all. And then I'm, like, getting bored because they're writing something. But whatever comes next. And <laughs> I've never really done it drunk before. So it was kind of, like, what it was, I guess, is an experience. But, like, I don't really like doing shit as much drunk. But I was doing it off the dome for a while until my homie's, like, you should write the next one. And I think he took it like, I don't fucking like your filler and your freestyles, and I know you can write better. And I took him real serious, and mm -hmm. I wrote this project that I'm working on now. It's 24 tracks, because the guy had 24 wow. free beats. And again, my So whole, you took them all. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? Because like a big thing for me, I learned during the cypher, is rappers really can't rap on a lot. Like They fucking stay in their comfort zone to a point. You mean like the tempo-wise or something? All of it tone whatever like they just really stick with like what the fuck they like rapping on and to a point where one of my croissants is gonna the hook is wow these rappers saying they can't rap on all these beats wow <laughs> like, i'm so mad like yo you're supposed to be the best rapper you whoever you may be there's mm -hmm. a lot of yous out there so it's not one i'm mm -hmm. talking like this number is i've seen it happen by over 50 fucking people in the last few years on this like it's got to be the perfect beat or i don't feel it and i can't rap and like it's weird to me because i used to do this flex where i could rap on everything play or whatever and i'll rap and i don't give a fuck what it sounds like wow i wish i was more like you man i can't i, I it has to be, so me like, i'm like exactly like that it has to be the perfect beat or i'm not gonna waste these bars or you know what i mean like that's that's me you know like <laughs> i used to do this channel called raps on everything where um I used to just like fucking great take like the only rule was it couldn't be hip-hop so it would be like rock songs and techno songs and other genres and i would just do full-on rap songs on over them. To that oh like wow karaoke uh, sorry like cranberry zombies one of them papa roach song i wrote a song to my girlfriend over my heart will go on by celine Dion. <laughs> bro if you want to see what i used to sound like as a singer is that shit it's still there but you rapped over my heart will go on yeah like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, man. 
That shit's so emotional. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you poured your heart out to that shit, right? I something, something by my side, blah, blah. blah. She's still <laughs> here, right? So it worked. It worked. I told her in that track it would be like on and on and on and on because I couldn't sing yet. So I was like doing that shit where you repeat shit instead of holding a melody. <laughs> and all this time later, like there she is. So like. It worked, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Must have did something, right? Uh. Um, but yeah, so like I did that for a minute, but like I couldn't mix for shit. And I'll be honest, I couldn't deliver what I wanted then. And like I did some track over some Benny Goodman shit, that song sing sing thing, that it's some old like jazz big band shit. Okay. Something like that kind of like old trumpet shit. Um and then that shit got 2,000 views out of nowhere, and it got a lot more dislikes than I was hoping for. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. So, so the they're plot... watching the hate or some shit? Or what? Like, what do you mean? Because like... YouTube was showing it to mm-hmm. them. Because this HSR rap song, this famous song. Mm-hmm. And I, like, from an SEO perspective, it's fire fucking project that I'm going to revive. But from a time point of view, I just, you know, I'm kind of interested in other things at the moment. But I also wanted to get good, right? I couldn't sing. I could barely do my shit. Like mm. when you listen to it, it's like Otto's rookie rapper mistakes when you're like muffled and you think you're sounding super clear. Oh man. And you're like, yo, everything I'm doing is in a voice like this. And yeah. it's everything I'm doing and never really be changing. Yeah, I'm rapping real fast, super fucking fast and you know, whatever, whatever. You're not <laughs> yeah. even on rhythm and you're not really like, mm. you know, you're doing all that shit. And you, and like, listen, the writing was always there as far as the writing goes, but mm-hmm. yo, there's so much more to it that I didn't know how to do. I'm fucking, you know, shit like, uh, no, I don't know, what's her name? Fucking No Doubt. I did like a track on No Doubt. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like shit like that where it's like, yo, it's too ambitious for where my skill level is at. Now I probably do well at it, but like. Yeah, like, you, maybe of, just redo all that shit, you know? Because, man, then this free beat shit started where I'm like, oh, yo, yeah. look at all the beats you don't have to pay for that also are local. Montreal. Looking at you, who doesn't use local beats not you because you use local beats i do and he has cali on his shit i have no hate so you're not included in this but the rest of y'all come on i think i proved you could put out like a fuck ton of music without putting a dollar in if you're really smart about how you go about your shit but maybe he wants exclusive beats or some shit like that you know i understand that bro it's not even hard to get exclusive beats the same people right like Mm -hmm. all these people that give you free you don't think they're not going to give you like exclusive rates but then you gotta put bread up yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I copped a beat off of Vincent Price at like full price mm-hmm. before we were like even homies. It was mm-hmm. more like I heard the beat and I'm like, nah, I don't even care. I can't afford it. But how much, bro? How much? And then he <laughs> gave me his number. I paid him in full, and that song won't come at some point. It just you, you, know, you didn't use it yet, or you didn't uh, release it. I'd rather not. I'll tell you off cam more about what happened with okay, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think I have a feeling, but I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Let's say that the track will come. Okay. I fucking swear it is because it's good because it doesn't matter when it comes in that regard. Like I realize now what people mean when they're like, "Yo, when a song is hot, in your mind, mm-hmm. you don't care when it drops because it'll be hot in January right. and it'll be hot in June. It'll be hot in three years. Like this shit's okay. not gonna age out. That's good. This as long as not dated, you didn't say any like dated reference or anything like that, right? Not in the least. And yeah, so the it's court, timeless. It's timeless. If anything, over the next decade, it's going to become more valuable to me based on a predictive factor of the conversation. <laughs> 
So it's like, it's not like, so it's cool that mm. it didn't happen. But like, yo, I mean, people might not know that, but I pay an engineer every month, except for like this last month where I skipped him for a month because I went to New York. And then I got back on that and was like, sorry, dude. Mm. Um, right, right. But like, I basically homeboy for like the lose weight beat. I pay for that. I pay for all the beats on the alternative grinds, except for the ones that were gifts. I paid for all the beats that were in the past, except for the ones that were gifts. Because yeah, sometimes people give you gifts. You're like, wait, I'm not going to use those. Otherwise, Shout out to those, you know. <laughs> I like at least a couple, and then I found out that people can also use those, and my ego got in it. But like, yo, I bought a lot of beats in my day. I bought oh, beats I never used. Me too, man. I can't believe I did that. Like, yo. So it's like, yo, I might be like stealing Montreal beats now, but that's a little jokesy because y'all be stealing other people's beats. <laughs> I rap on it better than them. <laughs> it might be the case, but yeah. like. Yo, why couldn't we make it like a culture of jacking each other's beats so at least it creates a buzz that other people have sans here? Like, you know, that bigger marketing game as a culture? Mm -hmm. So that's why I care about it like that. But really, y'all should be buying beats because, like, like this, the beat makers getting asked for free beats like 15 fucking times a day. Like, think about it. That's true. They probably hear it all. Yo, can I get free beat? Yo, they probably hear it all the time. Yeah, but Merker's cool too. He's like super reasonable. Did you get one of his beat packs? No, no. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, some of the beats that I didn't take, he'll, he'll just put it on the beat pack. You know, not not that they were bad beats or anything like that, you know? But, no, but for yeah, a project, beats, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would rap on anything. But for a project, it's got to make sense. Yeah, yeah. It Within can't be the like yeah. putting like random fucking tracks on random shits. Like, or exactly, yeah. It has to be like a proper flow from point a to like point z because that shit all matters but to me i'll just put out all anything you know okay. like to me it's like yo when you look at all of our favorite guys right out of old interviews in the 2000s and shit they were always doing wild shit like rapping on unexpected things it would be like a, bra a brass band would come out and they'd have some weird cover of their song or They'd have all this crazy shit. And and every rapper I ever saw was always just down to rap on whatever, what anybody played. If you were on Hot 97, like you don't get to pick the beats. Yeah, you can't be like, no, no, I don't like this one. The next beat, no, you can't. So it was like... It's on the DJ, I guess, you know? And then it's just math, right? Like most beats, especially that we rap on, are just... 80 beats per no, measure or something like that. Yo, I'm, lately, I've been hitting the, the slow tempos, you know what I mean? It's not about the, the BPM. It's, it's all in 4x4. Four so because it's mm -hmm. all in four by four there's just like a a bass cadence under it right yeah. like a constant all hip -hop beats, yeah. not just all it's most uh north american music is in c major and four by four so like they're all in the same fucking scale and they're all in it's a bpm is just how fast or slow it goes like exactly, honestly yeah. it's a math equation right like i can rap faster slow as well it's fine uh but the rest of it like one time i i took a cannibal corpse beat because somebody told me about 3-4. I did not know how to rap in 3-4, dude. I don't know how to do a 3-4 rhythm, but it's like 1-2-3-1-2-3-4 instead of 1-2-3-4. Like, oh, yeah? Wow. So it's like, yo, I had to learn. It took me like ages to figure out how to transition because it goes from 4-4 four, four to 3-4. Four to, and I'm like, yo, time signature switch? Yo, fuck me. One did you do, end up doing it though? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did, I, did I ever record it? No. It's on that like giant list of shit I never got. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of my tracks on one of my projects is not in 404 and Chris fucking hated me because he rapped on it and it, like it took us forever because like the timing was so weird. Or like, like this, you gotta be in the pocket somehow, right? Yeah, like this dude that I got these beats off of for that project, let's just say he made it all homegrown in a level of like 
I don't know that he used softwares and shit to fix things. So if it changed tempos and shit, mm. it just changed tempos. It's randomly it's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it was a trip. So like that kind of stuff is exciting. But like, you know, it's like Tool or whatever, the Brock Band Tool was really complicated with their music. And it's like, yeah, people like that. But you know what people really like better? Fucking WAP. It's a good song and by Cardi B. You talk about yeah, yeah. like that's. A, but I mean, that is a good song. You can't even hate on that. I shit, can't. Yeah. It's yeah. a good song. Yeah. It's like actually, yeah, actually the up one I really like. <laughs> and I'm like, she, she makes bangers. So I'm like, why am I listening to Cardi B in the shower while trying to make all this other music? That's weird. <laughs> I you mean, like what you like, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be serious all the time. You know what I mean? That's it. And that's was, like the backpack shit. Not to like hate on them, but like that shit's like, you know, it's, but you I'm can't not, hear that lyrical miracle shit all the time. Like, you know? Yo, but I'm actually like really serious on my current shit. I'm just like different about it. Like, I'm like not the fucking victim in my shit anymore. Like, I'm the boss man in my shit now. That's like, good, man. I'm in control of my destiny. Like, fuck all of y'all is my new vibe. And that's how it should be, you know what I mean? You evolve as a uh, as a person, you know what I mean? Especially, now you're your boss. <laughs> well, I'm in my thirties, right? Like yeah, it's like yeah. that's what happened to me. I'm like I'm in my thirties, and I'm like, what is a thirty year old something rapper supposed to rap about? There's not a lot of good examples out there. Well, Jay Z and shit like that, you know, when he's on his grown man shit, you know. But but that came like later, later, right? So we got that kind of. But he came in the game when he's twenty six, you know. So. Uh, so it was kind of like he was doing his 20s thing in his 30s, which is what a lot of people end up doing when they pop like that. So mm -hmm. you don't get a lot of people that are like in their 30s making music about being in their 30s. Yeah. And so I always find it, well, like political issues and marriage and cheating are very fair things to bring up. But I feel like those are all age group issues. But like you don't have like people talking about the existential dread of trying to balance dreams a job a relationship and friends i never even 30s. hear about you i got a divorce and all that shit even though yo kanye should spit some shit about that shit or whatever you know but like i heard a couple yeah a couple couple but uh -huh. not a lot a lot um i think to give him his credit even tech luciano has a one too about that in his experiences and i felt they were like you know like he was okay. married like married man? Uh, with yeah. the girl and okay. well, yeah. close yeah. enough yeah. I mean I mean it's like I mean yeah it's not divorce but mm -hmm. I mean is it really that <laughs> different than divorce like if me and Bonnie split up it's closer to divorce than not divorce at this fucking point just in light of the fact been that together so long, right? yeah there she is like, she's like, like common law through. type but shit but it's right? beyond common law it's like our whole life is intertwined mm -hmm. like Bonnie's such a fixture of shit where it's like and this isn't like a I want to end shit you know right. it's more like I couldn't conceive it. Like even the whole behind that suit from like the beginning, she was doing podcasts, album reviews and shit with us. And like, there's so much in my universe that mm -hmm. is built around this idea of me and Bonnie being together that it's honestly like crazy to me to conceive a world where she don't exist in it because like all of the growth mm -hmm. has happened since, like to the level it has since she's been there. It's cause of her, right? You need a good woman to have your back type shit. Yeah, mm. she's not afraid to tell me that the planet's dying and that the Blue Jays matter. And <laughs> the planet is dying and Blue Jays are fucking annoying. I'm going to throw that one out there. Do not feed peanuts to your fucking Blue Jays if you do not want to deal with their bullshit of a Blue Jay at your fucking window screaming into your apartment. That's some real shit. Wow. 
but I love her. I thought you were talking about the team and shit like that. You're talking no. literally. <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, she got some real fucking bird feeder shit I can show you after. Like, she gets, like, fucking bags of peanuts from mm -hmm. the dollar store mm -hmm. to give to Blue Jays and shit. And then the other birds get other shit. And then we had to deal with the squirrel problem. And the squirrels were trying to compete with them. And, like, it just keeps going through it, bro. And then she's just like, I'm a Disney princess. And they all love me. <laughs> Apparently the blue... Anyway, I don't know why they're going that deep on it. But yeah, that's some real shit. She's like... So cause that's all of it, too. Like, anybody that's watched me a long time, like, Ismail's heard about this Blue Jay shit. <laughs> so it's almost like I could make merch off of Blue Jays at my window at some point on some inside joke shit over... You know what maybe, I mean? Like that's, Maybe that could be the next level. You could start selling hats and shit like that. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Nah, we're moving into it. Um, you do it, right? Yo, but it's four words. Support local English media. All I want on my merch right now. Just that. Nothing to brand your own, like, you know, like BTS or something. You know. Yo, my favorite merch lines are not the rappers with their own shit on the. It's stuff like rap is a joke or other brands that are just like ambiguous, but then you find out, like, like look at Sean John. You know, like, it's kind of yeah. different, you know, or like. All these other shit, like, but then you look at the shady one and you're like, I don't know, it's like so in your face about like, yeah, I never rocked that shit. Like, it's almost like buying merch, but like, I don't really want to sell merch so much as I want to sell a message and a okay, lifestyle. I get you, I get you. So man. if you walking around NDG and you like me and you see somebody wearing a support local English media shirt, it says a lot. It does. Maybe I can move that. You know, like, but it's not about not because then it's like, who's the guy behind that? Then it's like, you know, you create something where I think it's more profitable because if grandma will copy your fucking the shit, then my merch is still that when you're at my show and you want to support me. I mean, cool. You could cop some shit with my logo on it if you want, I mm -hmm. suppose. But I'm not as convinced I can move that because I don't see all my friends moving it. So why would I think I could do better than all my friends with the same fucking idea? But my homeboy made hashtag no regard. I don't even know how I forgot hashtag no regard. Isn't that just amazing? And it blew up or something? A little bit. He's got yeah. like some love. He just wow. made a... Just a hashtag. Turned it into a whole lifestyle. They made a documentary. No I went to the Scotiabank. Saw that shit. Uh, Amazon Prime picked it up. We're waiting on when that shit gets out. It's on uh, YouTube if you want to peep it. My favorite part is approximately 45 seconds into the video. It is the highlight of the video. It's when he's over here in my apartment. You get to see me on screen. Nice, nice. You got a cameo in there? <laughs> wow, Wheezy Moon Chaser speaking under me. Nice. His sight, so I'm like, that's cool. That's my favorite fucking <laughs> So I'm just like waiting for that motherfucker to show up. And if it's on Amazon Prime, bro, and then I get to see myself at Amazon Prime. Oh, my I'm God. Like, that got there. You made it, it, bro. <laughs> and it's like a three second not even clip in this guy's documentary about some fucking recreational sports team you don't care about, but you want to watch this shit because it's like, by the end, you're so invested in this dude's fucking sports team. <laughs> and you're like, I don't even know, but really you're watching a guy create a lifestyle brand with merch today. Hashtag no regard. You gotta have no regard in life. It's basically like be fearless, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, I fuck with that. And it's like, say a word. And, but he doesn't have his name on it. It doesn't have his whatever, whatever. It's just no regard. You just see it everywhere, and then you, get, you find out who the source is, right? Look at, like, fucking Mook Life. Yeah, I fuck with Mook Life. Like, you know? 
so it's like none of that's like whatever whatever it's like these ideas so to me what's really important is english media in montreal it's the most important fucking thing to me mm-hmm. so and it's selfish everyone it's a selfish interest <laughs> like let's say you know it's so it's self-serving and it allows me to then maybe sell an idea to people and maybe we can even galvanize the english communities here mm-hmm. to want to go bump the music here rather than like you know not everybody else <laughs> yeah yeah so for me like merch gotta be like that like it's gotta be like deep like that so do I, that man yeah. oh, i got the designs i'm actually just gonna wait on my christmas bonus because like okay yeah. it's like a month away or whatever and nice then, then, but then it's also work right like it's like do that and then it's like okay what store what place what options mm-hmm. what merch? do you know who you're gonna go with not in the fucking least bro Shit, okay, <laughs> you gotta figure out, that, that's the first step, and shit. Uh. Yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna get a little bit extra very soon, so it's like, I'm gonna wait for that, and then okay. put up X amount to get X amount of items, and then, like, I would rather not do shirts, but let's be fucking real, everybody makes shirts, because it's pragmatic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. I'm already, yeah, start with shirts, maybe. But I'm hats, already, you gotta do no, hats. No, but the hats, like, we just, like, I just caught five. I'm getting five more of these Montreal's finance. So it's okay. like, I can't even wear the hat. I gotta be wearing all these other hats. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna do those for now. But, like, hoodies, maybe, or something. But those get yeah. more expensive now. Yeah, they are, like, man. Then you gotta sell it at, like, just to 60, make a profit. Yeah, yeah. Like, 70. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Yeah. Mean, yeah, I think. But then now you gotta find a good hoodie if I'm selling it for 70. So it's not like some good quality shit. shit yeah uh, i mean then there's other items but what <laughs> you know like i think like coffee cups ain't going like like you know everybody does it and uh, i think that's the problem is and then you got like so i don't want to just do random shit that make no sense like i like it when there's a level of depth to it so like okay so it makes sense it like you, you like a hustle like camera on the shit he'll have socks shower curtains and shit you know what i mean he goes hard with it he sound like fucking Viagra or some shit like that. You can sign anything, man. He's, you know what I mean? That's I mean, the other side of the spectrum, man. He's a true hustler, yo. I think that I'd rather be supreme than not be supreme if I can choose it. Like, I'd rather barely do it, but it'd be really worth doing mm-hmm. than go the other route where you do it so often that, like, you're forced to, like, keep putting your name on stuff otherwise <laughs> it stops working and i don't know that i'm the kind of person that can just i mean i don't know nobody's putting those checks in my face talk to me when a check's yeah, in my yeah. face and the fuck do i really know about that i act like i have yo man because yo you, you it's not about principles you know how many people you can pay with the right checks and you know your perspective on that changes right like don't you want to hook up people like imagine i could be like yo buddha mm. i got this situation it can feed you this much like that's the real dream for me so if the right checks are in my face though i'll probably put my name on whatever the fuck they want me to that bonnie says i'm allowed to because <laughs> really like if she gets embarrassed i'm in fucking trouble or some shit but like otherwise mm-hmm. fuck it man i'll be the face of whatever because <laughs> yo like i want to get it's corny but like i don't really like a lot of the situations that my family's facing or other things like that and it's like yeah legal money's cool i'm comfy but legal money don't make the people around you comfy it just makes you comfy mm-hmm. and then you're immediate comfy so like now i gotta get more creative with my marketing to get a little more of my hustle on yeah you know like that kind of shit because yo if we could pull three racks a month 
we could do crazy shit. <laughs> like, that's the facts of a situation. So we dream bigger, we do crazier shit. Exactly, yeah. And that party was like, yo, they made $5,000, no problem, on ticket sales. And I'm like... Wow. And I even brought people. So, like, imagine all the other people that were like, yo, it's actually late. Everybody paid 30 and shit, too. Nobody snuck in for free type shit. That's that's love, man. Nah, there was, like, dudes at the door, like, searching you. (laughs) Yo, you took it serious like that, huh? It was serious. I don't know, like, yo, I mean, fair enough, right? And then they're like, yo, you got to check your jacket, bro. Because my jacket was kind of, like... Big like your stash or something like that. No outside drinks, nothing. Yeah, you know, my dude was like, You do look like you could be hiding something under there. <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. And then I put my jacket in and coat check and everything, man. Wow, that sounds real organized, man. So it's like there's money out there, you know, and there's local money out yeah, there. Yeah. Like, yo, that was I didn't even know like, Shamedy. Now maybe it's just Laval be like Maybe that. they're real supportive in Laval or something like that, you know? But like there's a lot of people here, so how do we do it here is my next question. I don't know the answers to all that. I don't even know if people, like, I don't know if I'm the right guy to be the face of all of it, right? Like, I think it needs to be kind of like. Maybe a combined effort or something like that, you know? Like a Wu-Tang, except with, like, that mentality, because mm-hmm. I'm watching that show, bro, and I'm like, Yo, how do we form, like, Voltron for real, real? It's like, how does this southwest corner of Montreal that has, like like, almost half a million people that like a large chunk of speak English, not like focus here. It's 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 wild to me. Like it's baffling. Like between Lachine to like you run it to Burgundy, run it up to fucking Côte Saint Luc, and include Côte Saint Luc in it, cause bro, that's where I come from, and it's pretty yeah. fucking English out there. I'm sorry, and close enough to the money out there too. So it's like that's a lot of people's. You know, there's a lot of parks. There's a lot of I don't know what any of the venues are, so don't quote me. Apparently, there's venues. People keep telling me there's these venues I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but what's most important is there's a shit ton of young people. You just gotta bring the people through, yeah. Nah, the people be leaving NDG and they be leaving all of our regions to go downtown, to be going to next places. They mm-hmm. be leaving our. How do we make it, ladies, so they be coming to us? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's really, the, I think, the big puzzle for us 30-something-year-olds to get together and, you know, puzzle out together, you know? Like, if 15 of us could, like, you know, just fucking put in a hundo each, <laughs> you know? Like, that's a pretty big budget yeah. compared to what any of us is going to do on our own, in my opinion. That's a good budget, 1500 Rent a hall. Like, yo, doesn't there, like, even in... Next to Concordia, that church basement be a hall that you could rent out. You know, like there's options. I did a show at, in Concordia actually. Or was that McGill? Still, there's both options. Yeah. But I don't want to go downtown with it because downtown be downtown. So it's like you'd be yeah. fucking competing with downtown and yeah, shit. Yeah, so strictly here, okay. Or like LaSalle would be mm-hmm. like an option to yeah. me. I mean, I don't know if it's better than NDG, but it's not too far for people here. Because, yo, why I'm saying that is the Uber. We know that the Uber to the South is 12 bucks. Oh, yeah? Bro, it's quick from here. Like, yeah, it's that's, not that, even that's where money. I live. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's such a small I got number. here so fast, I couldn't believe it, yeah. Right? But it's far by, like, some other shits. But really, when you think about it at the end of the night, you want to create, like, a geographical ecosystem around a point where there's, like, an Uber mm-hmm. that makes people feel like it's better to hang out here and get smashed or whatever than it is to go over there where it costs more to get home. And you start thinking more like that, and, yo... NEG LaSalle Odyssey is actually just great. 
Like, why would we need to go other places? Right, yeah. Just got to find a good venue and shit like that. Or figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't or know what that means, 100, but, like, I'm a little more open-minded than I used to be on that. Like, whatever the private party laws are, I would like to understand them better. But that kind of stuff, yeah. And then throw some grown-up shit. Yeah. I see people be throwing parties, or maybe it's some, like, exclusive high-end Airbnb shit, or maybe, or you know, like... Yeah, the, yeah. I don't really know. Okay, I don't want to go like too far. <laughs> That's kind of how I see it like playing out. Cause, but now it's hard to do shows in, in in the winter time. Maybe like more during like you know spring summer or some shit. That's where the internet shit comes through. So, so you mean like a like a virtual show type shit? Like when you you came through that other time for that other thing and you recorded your little performance there, right? Oh yeah. Let's say shout out to uh, Travis. Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say like. We just did that live for yeah. an audience. You know, yeah. I don't want to do it out of my apartment because, like, it's it's kind of pushing it on the baitness of the situation. I already push it as being a singer person here. I don't want to have a constant slew of people coming through. So then it looks like you're trapping out your spot or some shit. Any of it, right? Yeah. Especially during COVID times, especially yeah. with neighbors and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't want to be like that a mm. little bit. So what if we find a good space that is not even like for the public, just a space yeah. that can be that space. Right. Okay. And then we just throw like fucking shows all the time out that room for the internet during the winter. Yeah. And then that would be like, to me, how we, cause yo, I think it's on guys like us to build this next shit up, you know? Really though. Someone has to step up and do it, you know, take action. I don't know who else is out there watching it or down, but you like seem to be down to come through, do this shit. You still sure. pushing your music for like, sure. I don't know if you know this guy's dropped at least an album a year since I believe 2013. Actually, first album dropped like 2012, but yo, I just looked at my discography and shit like that on on two core, and everything that's monetized and shit. I dropped like 60 tracks like officially. I'm like, wow, that's not bad. 60 tracks like officially and shit. Yeah. I still got two more albums to drop, you know. Yo, it's okay, Udra Nightshade. I hope you... Well, I'm glad you came through at all. See? We got somebody just popping right now. Be like... It's hard to read because I highlighted Yo, the screen. You, you got crazy vision. <laughs> uh, sorry I'm late, pals. I'm going to have to catch the VOD, which is the video on demand after. Okay, nice. Hectic day. What up, though, fam? I'm here now, though, G. What up, Udra Nightshade? It's good to have you up in the hizzy. What up, what up? I think she down in... Southern states area. I'm wow. not the best with that. That's my. That's amazing, like the, the reach. That, yeah. Yo, but it's cool because like they're, it's like Ismail was like that too. He was random, like not not to call you random, but he was random like that, bro. He just showed up. How do you catch? Yeah, like. It's... <clears throat> and then he's like, "I'm from Montreal." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, I know, right? You're from fucking Montreal, <laughs> like, because he's one what of the chances that. Yeah, yeah, I was. Wow, then we met at some point. It was fucking wild. He's practically your neighbor, right? <laughs> yeah. I would argue he's pretty quite in the context of neighborhood. Like, he's on the block. Like <laughs> physical block. Um, a Mayday album review. I fucking thought that fucking strange music. <laughs> but Mayday, they're a good band. Uh, so me and Chris Chrome were doing the album reviews back then. Yo, for a minute, the album reviews could have been hot. But what happened was, is we argued a lot. And it was entertaining to people, so it was polarizing. <laughs> I got a lot of 
the fat guy's right or shut the fuck up, fat guy. Yeah. There's a lot of the two <laughs> sides like of Kenny the versus Spenny shit. <laughs> really like that. Really, But, yo, we were talking a lot. I mean, for a new channel, like, we were capable of pulling 2,000 views organic. Really? Wow. Um, just on some, we picked the right album review. The right number of people got mad at us or whatever. Uh, I have three, I think. Uh, one, one's at 13K. Talking uh, about Eminem and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yo, it was, Bonnie did one on Nas that gave you power. Uh, yo, I was just were, talking about that, man. Oh, I was just talking about that shit. That's the top three. So it's her. Yo, her one of UGK and fucking somebody else doing some deep southern shit. Mm. Every fucking month, somebody's like, I'm sorry, this white girl who doesn't understand the metaphors of this shit. Every fucking month i get one i'm one still of her like yeah, wow because there's ugk she did yeah, she yeah. has one with like um also eight ball and mjg mm, yeah, yeah and so it's fucking hilarious a little bit um yeah yeah i guess that's a thing banning bots sometimes bots pump through and they're like hey you're famous uh. um but like yeah, so we did that. She did the lyrics breakdown thing. It's something we tried. And, yo, it got, like, that Nas one. Because what happened would be... That's the perfect like, song, man. Somebody's album review or some shit would go really big. And then ours would get piggybacked off of that shit because they were long. One time, Wu-Tang put us on their blog. Oh, yeah? Wow. That's yeah, big, pretty, man. That was pretty. I have that shit bookmarked. It's, you can see it right there above the six nine one. I see it. I see it. Yeah, <laughs> Get that bookmarked. Keep that there. Yeah. Um, a couple of people like gigs would shut us out. Um, other people like have really like referenced us or put us on their Instagram over the years. Uh, Big Ghost Ltd, the reviewer guy that like you know was a cultural thing. Uh, he and I are DM ish level. Wow. Um. I would argue the album reviews is really profitable in the non-profitable ways, but then it changed and we stopped being so turbulent at first and we got really nice with each other. You needed a conversation. Uh, uh, no. It was made clear to me that I was being a bigger asshole than I thought I was. And if I kept behaving like this, it wasn't the right kind of thing. Toxic work environment, etc. Everybody was fucking right. So we love each other all more now. And the shit was just less dramatic. It was just No, you need the drama. Out. You need the drama. Man, did the views go right the fuck I can't fuck believe that, man. Down. I guess you got to stick to the script. Nah, I mean, the people who fucked with my album reviews are like the artists now now i have like uh i can kind of do it more concise and whatever but like the fans don't give a shit because they're just like why well, am i gonna listen to this and go bump the album for how long it is really oh, they already know about the album you know yeah I'm supposed to i tried it on twitch i saw some potential though and i do believe that it is going to yes ismail i know and for everyone that's waiting on album reviews i know lindell's like ah you owe me like 30 and i'm like Probably. <laughs> um one day <laughs> trust that's me. why i kept hauling at you i'm like yo you know but even though you're not doing that yo because the thing is man is i would do it mm. and i would do the whole review and it would get no views, what, right? 27 views yeah, yeah it's not even worth you'd it share it like twice yeah. tops, <laughs> if i'm lucky you would just be like well this didn't give me anything and then it's like this weird reciprocal situation upon which like i don't get the numbers but because i don't yeah. have the numbers no one wants to watch and i just that's fucked up how it is huh like, they see nobody happened. really looked at it, they won't even click on it. That, that's that's how humans are and shit. Like, oh. 
Yeah, and I've been dabbling with Spotify, running my own numbers up, and it's had an impact. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when people see that Lose Way got 4,500 fucking spins now, I promise I'm not all of them. Once it hit about 2,500, people just started listening to because, the song by itself. And it, it got, just got, yeah. like, people who go back to it. Like, when I was in New York, I wasn't running up my shit, and I was like, oh, wow. And like, it's still running up. A couple of people still be listening to me on a wow. regular. Because you tracks. ran it up so much that it's everywhere, right? right? And I ran up so many of my songs that they uh, uh. passed a thousand that, like, I guess it has a psychological impact that, like, because, yo, what happened one time is some girl looked at my shit on Instagram and she was all like, you only got 85 views on this. I'm like, what? You're not even going to listen? That was the first. And, but she said it to me and that was some real person shit. And I don't think we do good at real person shit. No, that's the realest shit she probably ever said to me, you know? <laughs> and I thought about that and then I was like, Oh, that's why people pay for views. Because when, because then you think about, it, oh, this person had eight thousand views, and you click on their. But then they're only app. lying to themselves, type shit. You know what I mean? They're only fooling themselves. I mean, is it though? It's only lying to yourself if you lie about it. Otherwise, you're just being fucking straight up. Like, <laughs> like I bought these views, and I guess yeah, if you're being real about it, you know. Like when people admit to playlisting, I'm cool. I'm like, you admit it. I'm good with that situation. It makes sense. It's when people try to like manifest shit like whatever that i get kind of like weird with it like they're faking it as organic or shit would your nightshade you're probably more on that ismail campa thing y'all are what i put into this category of people call super fan oh yeah my favorite fucking category of human on the world y'all just support shit i love people like that man there needs to be more people like that support shit Mm. the problem is I, yo, finding enough people to that just love supporting shit to make shit fiscal. It's so rare. It's like, like, it's a very big grind in the bigger picture of the sense that I think people realize when you do have to wake up to go to work the next day or you have a family or your holiday seasons is coming up. That's going to be like fucking five trips to family members and shit. And then the reality is... Lose weight, motherfucker, lose weight. Bit more earwormy, a little bit of compromise on my end. Fucking found out some grandmas and shit seeing that while they sweeping. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I seen a few people just no find music in their TikTok, my favorite of which is a dog running on a treadmill. Of to, your song? Yeah, to that song. Oh, that'd probably blow the fuck up, man. It might. It yeah. might not. Uh, unfortunately for me, I fucked up with Distro Kid, and this is a big lesson. That's who you're using? Yeah. I thought you were a TuneCore, man. I did for a minute, and then I switched off a of distro. Uh, wow, what's wrong what's, what's, uh, with distro? So TuneCore be like $1,000 a fuck. I'm exaggerating. It's like 35 for your first year, and then it's like 60 for all your exactly. other years. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then it's per release. Bro, I put That's up, me up. I, it would have cost That's me $1,000 this year to deal with TuneCore with all the shit I put out. Distro I, yo, I feel you cost me like, okay, because I did the Shazams and shit, which is a dollar a song, I get a bill every year. It's like a hundred and change That's uh, amazing. That's for amazing. a distro kid. It's going to be for each of my albums that are on the Shazam that I underwrite to and all that bullshit. And then um, all the annual fees because I have the label thing because of technically I put out all of Chris's shit. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, why are you going to pay an extra money? It's going to be whatever, a little $10 more or whatever. Turned out it was USD, so it's fifty. No way. That's fine. So it works up to about a hundred a month. But then the rest of this shit, just because I don't bother with Shazam, because why? I'll do it for when the full projects come out, maybe sometimes. But like zero. I just 
do it. I just uploaded three tracks last night. Just done. Zero dollars. You talking about DistroKid? Yeah. Wow. Because it's wow. just that one time I get billed, and then done. Easy peasy lemon fucking squeezy. And I'm like, okay. but like it then it also depends on your release schedule because it may be that if you release less, you actually can save money. But because I plan on doing so much, right? yeah. so much shit in terms of constantly dropping, I just think this is the most economic option for me. But when you're releasing a track, there's an option that says let streaming services decide where the song preview is, which is also the TikTok part. Or not, and for the main lose weight drag, it was like it did not pick the right part. So it wasn't the hook, right? It went it somewhere like, in the verse. No, and like yeah. you, know, you have to go like a minute deep just to get to the hook. Oh man! And I'm like, no, nah, because they only put a minute, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then Cut, like, like the beginning of it or something. <laughs> nah, so and then you can't change it after. So oh. we put out the remix version, thankfully, and that one has the hook. And it's been used like 12 times just by random people finding it. And I'm like, that's a good sign. Just wow. that fucking random people. Because it's it's like what it is. And then it's just people getting, like two people getting on scales. And so I'm like, yo. You'll be working out to that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Or doing chores or whatever. It's at 161.85 BPM, which is in that range of what people be like doing higher end activities these days too. That's pretty fast, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I only know that because it's the point eight five, and nobody knew what fucking BPM was in. Wow. That's fast as fuck. <laughs> nah, but it's really 80. But it's really like... Okay, because double... Well, no, but that's up to you as a rapper. You okay. can hit it at double, you can hit it... Again. Man, it's all math, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Or like, you can do a weird triplet flow over it and somehow go at a more comfortable pace. You know, like, there's so many options with that shit. What do you like, though, rapping on? I don't know. It depends my mood. Like, you gotta understand how much I'm willing to, like, when I hear shit. My metric of a lot of things is what I rap on this, and this is all genres. And so, currently, I think EDM is some of my favorite shit to rap on because it's dancey, fun shit. Mm. My least favorite shit currently is Boom Bap. It's my least favorite. It is the most easy, basic sounds right. as far as, like, like i've heard it all i like weird shit so like i like it when it changes a lot which you find a lot in rock music where they like evolve the melodic hooks of a track or whatever and it changes and it has like these little like an extra note here or a lesser note there and so i really like that shit wow. or whatnot but i don't know it depends on my mood <clears throat> really like i just find beats and just if i hear it like I can almost picture a song on anything I hear. That's like right away, right? That's at crazy. least That's a good, topic, man. at least a general structure. Like you can ask meticulous about this if you ever like see him. I went to his crib one time to do a fucking shits, mm. and on the first listen, I was like, "This is this, this is this, this is this, this yeah. is this." Because wow. like, to me, it's like, yo, the song just speaks to you, and you exactly, just yeah. hear it. Sometimes it's harder than others on depending the beat, but. I'm like, yo, if a professional songwriter's job is to write songs. I heard a story about Eminem like that. Like every track that Dre pulled up, he had a song to it or something like that, you know? And he just cut a song to it. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to be dropping like crazy whatevers, but like <laughs> if the game was every day freestyle a song and I was going to get paid to do that shit. Bro, you do like nothing, man. That's like breathing for you, you know? 
Imagine that though. No, I'm not gonna lie. There's like days you don't feel it, so you don't do it. <laughs> you know, like okay, you have to catch the right vibe. Less so than you would like. Okay, like yes and no. I suppose like if it's a job, I'm gonna show up and do it, and it'll be fucking trash. It's <laughs> trash, and then days when it's not trash, it's not trash. Yeah. Um, I'm good at meeting deadlines, but yo, know, some days are just like a week might go by and I don't touch it. But I find as I do more of it. I just get faster. Even this writing shit, like, I wrote a verse and like, 30 minutes the other day before my boy got to the crib just because I was bored. That's good, man. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to... Sometimes it just hits you, you know? And those are the best verses. Yeah. Yo, daily freestyles? I don't know. I mean, I kind of said that if it would be, but I'd rather just, like, write, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, yo, I've been really enjoying writing this last project more than I liked the freestyling. The freestyling was probably better for Twitch, though. Well, you're putting more thought into it, you know? It's probably going to be a better project, you know? More conceptual, more lyrical. Just, you know, not straight off the top. Because when you freestyle, are you thinking of, like, topics or are you just, like, whatever that comes to your mind? Or you, is anything premeditated? Sometimes. Okay. Well, so not, like, bars that I've previously written, but, like, if I hear a beat, you know, something's going to pop into okay, my head. Okay, yeah. Right? Or a, a lot of times I'm going to rap about whatever I'm mad at or whatever just happened. Like, yo, the whole Pickle Chips track was just off of some Twitch shit. They just fucking got mad at me for liking, not liking Pickle Chips. And I'm like, well, fuck all of you then. Or one it's time, hit or miss, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like one time Lamef showed up on my stream. So I'm like, I want to do a song with Lamef. And I just made a whole song about that. Yeah. <laughs> And then sometimes, yo, you know, you drives me nuts is when people who are older than me get mad at me because I'm dealing with getting old because they don't want to hear about that because they're older than me. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, what I'm does that make them, you know? Older, yeah. <laughs> and that's the facts of it. So yeah. I made a song called People Get Old and Die. And like, so shit like that's that life. goes on. Yeah. And I like to like, yo, nobody wants to really hear me complain unless I'm on cam or I'm rapping. Otherwise, it shut the fuck up <laughs> everywhere in my life. You can't complain unless I'm doing this shit where apparently sometimes it works or I'm rapping. So it's kind of just like that shit. And I feel like, again, who the fuck talks about that mid-30s bullshit? Like, I literally at one point rapped about how your P game changes because nobody fucking talks about how your P game starts changing in your 30s. And nobody warned me about that like shit. Like, you have to pee more or less? Or what do you mean, like... <laughs> Sometimes I spray a little okay, more. Okay, yeah. <laughs> not the same potency it mm, once had. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, say word. There's a couple more cleanup days yeah. that I was hoping for. <laughs> and then I found out dudes just be going through this shit. But then you try to talk to dudes and dudes be like. Bleh, 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 bleh. And I'm like, don't y'all watch porn in jail? I got nasty. Got rap about being nasty. Talk about a little manual, you know, shit. So it's like. I don't know, stuff be like that sometimes. Where you get curious mm. about like regular shit. And so I'll talk to like regular people and nobody wants to talk about shit. So I'm like, <laughs> You're that guy, you know? Yeah, mm. sometimes. <laughs> My girlfriend is like, I fucking hate that part of him. Like if she could probably tweak any see <laughs> SMH right there. If she could tweak any part of me, it would be that shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> But then I wouldn't be me. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like that's it. And then like we just need all kinds of people in this to like just love it. Just but that's the one thing I love this scene now, or this city and this try to build and shit. So like yo, if, if I can complain about shit, it has to have like solutions. 
that was my how we could fix it right yeah. yeah like it can't just be like yo fuck all that shit because that's like i don't know if you ever listen to 90s music for real real but all i did was complain and there was never a fucking solution for like a lot of 90s music maybe krs1 had some solutions but like <laughs> most motherfuckers be not be bringing solutions to that shit they'd just be complaining alt rock all of it not just hip-hop i'm saying everybody be complaining right, right. Just, i guess they're just venting and shit like that you know oh yeah, yeah smh is definitely shake my head um right. at least in the context i believe bonnie used it at me for sure <laughs> what else what i was talking about like peeing and shit she's like oh shut the fuck <laughs> up you talked about peeing in the bathroom and it sprays oh my god ew that's my bathroom you're talking about uh, right right He's got a girl. You know how it goes. Trust. Yeah. He pictured the whole conversation he said, too. And yeah, I, mean, I don't know, man. It's just kind of it. But, yeah, I'm just trying to create the culture here. I don't know. Someone has to lead the path, you know what I mean? I don't even know if I'm leading the path. I just know You're that. You're just doing it, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I can contribute to the greater purpose with maybe some other shit behind the scenes where I could do a couple of leadership. But, yo, we don't want me in charge. Nobody wants me in charge of this shit in the big picture. I just, like, I'm trying to be a little general in my corner type shit, you know? Okay, okay, yeah. I feel like let a Nate Husser or some dude like that be in charge. Let one of these Nihalis. Yo, let, let name some, you could probably pull a lot of people. I'm just, no, but I'm saying let these people run the city, mm -hmm. and then we just got to focus on building our corners so right. that when they run the city, mm -hmm. there's this foundation here for them to sit on that we can work on in our little songs and then who knows maybe we accidentally pop an ova <laughs> best case scenario you know yeah it's I mean, bound to happen i guess i definitely believe that um well i don't believe i'm gonna pop in the way that like a lot of people with their drake complex be trying to pop because i don't want that life and as long as you can make you know like a living off your music and uh, bro if i can make a hundo a year doing this 100k oh, fucking 50k a year yeah, yeah, miss. Yeah. without second thought i'd i'd do it that's, that's not bad like you're just chilling at home and you know doing what you love without second yeah. thought because you know, you just run it and then like that sounds like a blessed ass life to me and then if i could have more you could do more and then the more people get involved in the bigger it gets yeah. i suppose but yeah. like did you blow up since our last interview there's like more viewers like kind of uh, my brand is bigger. Because you, you got on Cult MTL and shit, right? That's I'm big. willing to bet like eight people voted for me, level. Like, let's be real. I think it's more that Cult Montreal doesn't get that many votes more than I'm seeing. Or I'm wrong. And it was some number I have no idea, right? Because mm -hmm. like, what the fuck do I know? I just, I'm on a list, right? And I might not be on that list next year. That's why me and Skin Deep were talking about how we could engineer some situations. A little bit of hopefully fake beef. <laughs> to, to really do this i'm gonna basically start podcast beef and why shit. the fuck not though <laughs> day number six i'm number 10 i don't like the situation i would like to be higher than them i'm willing mm -hmm. to accept not being higher than them <laughs> but i do think by in all the fake beef rules if i go for them as being higher than me and then we have a little snafu, but yo, we're obviously gonna do all it is behind the scenes, bro. I'm not, like, yo, I'm, shout out to Skin Deep, man. Yo, all it's gonna be engineering. We took a road trip one time to uh, bring down Havoc and Noid and Les and shit, man. That was like my favorite uh, hip hop moment and shit like that, you know. Yo, shout out Skin Deep. That's bro. so epic, man. So shout out to him. He let me use a bunch of his beats too. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I did a video, uh, Donnie Brook and shit, man, for the Strategems album over Skin Deep beat, man. 
He's wonderful. People should cop skin deep beats, is all I'm saying. But he's doing his toy thing now. And he'd be like fucking Mr. Toy Man. And he's number six. He's always been on that, man. Yo, he has like, yo, the only other person I know like that is uh, is uh, Keto, the other guy in Stratagems and shit, man. They have like crazy X-Men toys, man. It's unbelievable. And then they like be doing their podcast, which is really solid. They got like a whole collective and way of doing Like they got this free agent X situation going on where I'm like, not lie. Like it, I need something like that in my life where it's like bigger than just my show, but they have like multiple shows. I know Weezy Moon Chaser and the, the Morning Detour are connected to them. So they like Kindred or if it's not him. His show's with uh, uh, Brian, right? With Brian. Brian, I believe, is one of the I went to high school with him. That's this it's crazy. Like That's wild. Yeah, he went to Waker. <laughs> I'm about to go low key in the chat and bring it up the next time. Yeah, I yeah, I went to Waker. Yeah. That's fair enough. Uh yeah, and then he's got the next show he did, Chop Vision, with the next dude, uh Joey Chops. And I got to be a guest on that, which was kinda fun. Oh yeah? Okay. And she hit him up and be like, Yo, skinny, hold and sad, he was on Chop Vision. How do I get on Chop Vision? <laughs> What's that about? Just like like rappers and shit or like I don't know. It's more general, though, actually. Okay, like, it's okay. Like, it was cool. I got to, like, talk about my regular life, which, to be honest, I think is just as interesting as my not, my rap life and shit. <laughs> and, like, I got a good job. Yeah, it's cool, actually. I can't go that deep on what I do right. in specifics, but it's basically I get to Google shit, write reports, analyze data, plan shit, and it's a lot of That's that. what you do? Okay. Oh, a lot of that. I, I'm a project manager. I'm a people manager. Holy shit. And I run a little department. Like, it's real small. There's only four of us. But it's my... You were with Justice, you said? Or you used to? I used to. Okay, okay. Justice was part of this company, yes. Mm -hmm. It's the same software firm. Justice be, like, doing some big shit, though. Like, Justice be, like, doing the day job dream if I can't get the other shit. Yeah, yeah. Where he gets to go to, like, Amsterdam. And, oh, man. And, like, do business out there and... Like, yo, traveling through work is a vibe because of per diem. paid to travel, man. Yo, that's amazing, man. Like, fuck. Yo, they gave me an $870 check when I went to Pakistan and said, keep it. $30 a day for each day I was there for food and shit. You went to Pakistan and shit? For real? Holy yeah. shit. For, for work-related? Yeah, Unbelievable. Tra trained a sales team. Unbelievable. That's crazy. I'm not a salesperson, so I wasn't responsible for the sales part of training. I was responsible for the everything else part of training. Mm -hmm. A lot of the how the software works, how to blah, blah, blah. That's amazing, man. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was a vibe, dude. Like, you know what it was? It was like, all of a sudden, your dollar goes five times further. Wherever you are today, at that time, times oh, yeah. five. And oh, you're shit, you're balling there. Yeah. Overnight. And like $25 be covering everybody at mcdonald's <laughs> and mcdonald's is not ghetto mcdonald's is like fancy and so it's weird really wow but yeah the food in there must be amazing man next level shit yeah, yeah. don't even ask me what shit's called except for sog i got to have fresh sog <laughs> Doesn't sound the most appetizing, you but know, yeah. You know what it is? It's that like spinach shit that you get at, when you get Indian. Like, okay, sog, yeah, okay, no, no, exactly what you're talking about. That's what it's called. It's sog, like, you know okay. the sog and sog paneer. It's S A A G. I'm, okay, I'm sure I'm okay, saying okay. it like trash. So it's this green spinach shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. Throw that That's shit into called? them omelets Yo. and whatnot. And breakfast time when we was because we went down to my homeboy's farm and I got to see like, because that was it. My boy spoke Urdu and shit and he had family out there, so we got some like. 
I got offered girls if I wanted them. I'm like, nah, I'm At the time, I was like, nah, I'm in my relationship. He's like, bro, if you need that shit, you go through my uncles. And I'm like... What do you mean? He has like a brothel or some shit like that? No, but they're like guys who know the things to do to make okay. sure I'm not getting arrested doing some shit like over a brothel. <laughs> Did not pursue that route. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe some hash appeared in my life. Um, mm. Some actual Afghan hash because it was in the country next to Afghanistan. Right. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. Um, that shit was, dude, it was $14 for a 14s. That's a dollar a gram? Like, you know, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, weed is like 300 an ounce and hash is like a dollar a gram. Because it's so m- much more available? Like, 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 weed is like so rare there or some shit? Or yeah, like, it's, the it's fuck? high as fuck. It's like fucking Ain't 40. no way I'm paying like 300 for for an ounce. That's crazy. Nah, but the hash is cheap. And then it's better too because they don't smell bad. So like in a hotel room, whatever. But we like went out. We went to a buffet. I was like, oh man, wrecked in Pakistan. It was like that was a vibe. His uncles took us around. We went clothing wow, shopping. Man. It's so random. That's crazy. We got like, yo, bro, all the fake clothes you could think of. Knock off of everything, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, market shades, like proper. Like yo, the, one of my suits is from Pakistan that I rock to this day. It's my. Is in your video there? Uh, the blue one? Yeah, okay, that's okay. my Fugo Fass. Okay, okay, nice, nice. It says Hugo Boss. It looks real nice. <laughs> Fugo Boss? <laughs> yeah, it's my Fugo Fass. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fake as shit, but like, oh, shit. it was like... That's like your signature in your videos and shit like that, you know? It's one of them because yeah. it's cost me like 40 bucks. And when it when it fits best, I wear that one. When the next one fits best, I wear that one. <laughs> uh, depending on the part of the year, but... I mean, I would love to get like proper shit, like that fits nice. But we work with what we have sometimes. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Yo, I could be going up and down twenty pounds, and that makes it complicated. With like fashion. a Christmas time and shit like that. Like, um, usually Christmas time, I'm like more conscious, cause I'm like, oh my gosh, I just gained all this weight. I gotta fucking worry about it. Yeah. And then, uh, everybody goes to war with me. It's more like I find in the summer, I get like, cause by then I've usually been good for a bit. And then I get coasty because my life gets more lifestyle-y and I'm out and cycling more. And then I just eat like shit because I'm burning like fucking crazy calories. Ever since cycling, I got the, huh? Yo, once the Fitbit told me, I'm like, yo, I hit 5,000 calories today, bitch. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck you I gotta want. You got to yourself, right? <laughs> but then you're like, yo, I ate everything I wanted yesterday. I still want to eat that the next day, but maybe the next day I didn't burn off no 5,000 oh, calories. Oh, man, yeah. You, you feel guilty and shit, right? So I'm like... You know, back and forth on that shit, and it's like a struggle depending on like the vibe. But all that I can say is, no matter what happens, mm. the muscle keeps coming through slowly, and my mobility and shit keep like you know, because like you gain and lose fat a lot quicker than you lose muscle, right? Like, so you always keep gaining the muscle, and you That's always good, keep man. getting kind of stronger with the shit. And I know that my level of energy today is like at a level that like. My stamina might not be where I want it to be, but my level of energy is at, like, a crazy level. Really? Wow. Yo, it's like, I saw somebody that be like, rich people be, like, in good shape for a couple of reasons. One is you need less sleep, and the other is, yo, man, when you feel strong physically Mm -hmm. and mentally, yo, ain't a thing can touch you. Man, you make me feel like working out or some shit right now, man. <laughs> but, you know, I feel you, man. Like, it's good for your mental health and shit, too. And, like, know? yo, I remember when, like, carrying the groceries home was a bit more of a... <sighs> we gotta stop putting <laughs> it down and yo, shit. I had to stop and put that shit down, and I don't even remember. This should be fucking going to your hands and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even if it like that now, though, I just... I do the gridded up where you do the... <sighs> 
and you walk a little <laughs> faster. Me, yeah. <laughs> and it, then you put no it down. Stops, no stops. And it's like fucking triumphant. But yo, yeah. I remember when I couldn't do that shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, nah, we okay. I did push us for a minute, but then I fell off my bike. Mm. And then I hurt my shoulder, and I'm like, it now it has a click or some shit. It has clicks. It oh, kind of has weird stiffness and Probably shit. Need surgery or some shit like that. Nah, I looked it up, bro. It's just like you're fucked like for life. It. Good yeah, luck. Yeah. And then the doctors were like physiotherapy, and I'm like, well, let me. Oh, I'm supposed to stretch. When I realize I'm supposed to move it more, and then you move work through the pains and whatever. You're supposed to do it more. I thought I would fuck it up more. Okay. Well, I mean. Talk to a doctor, and trust me. I just said, fuck that. I don't want to pay a physiotherapist yet. Let me try. And I started doing <laughs> shit like that more. It's working. And yeah, I have more. Yo, it was bad for a minute, though. I actually was like at the point where I wanted to. But that's when I stopped doing push ups because I'm like, maybe I need to build up my joint strength. So I started with my VR boxing again. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then that shit's got squats. Yo, in it, it starts burning, right? Your arms are just throwing fucking punches arm, and bunches. It was the back, bro. The next day, my back was like. You ain't use these muscles in a million fuckers. You're just like swing it, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yo, speak of, yeah, you should do this celebrity boxing or whatever. This shit there, yeah. I mean, but how do you know? You, like, cause the game will say, oh, you hit him with the headshots. He wasn't blocking. He was, you know, bro. It so it's matter. fair, right? It's fair. Well, it's fair if it's trash for everyone. <laughs> I mean, this one is more of a workout game. But let's say there's a fight night or. I do, there's gotta be a fucking fighting game in virtual reality yeah, yeah. that would suffice the needs of some shit where and y'all could let us know if you will watch this but let's say it was Holden versus Buddha Child yeah. but it was VRs <laughs> and our avatars was like fucking trying to do the shits and whatnot, right? I'm telling y'all y'all would follow that shit a little bit more and then we create a league <laughs> with motherfucking stats and shit because motherfuckers like Stats, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I'll so be, I'll now, up yo, imagine I'm taking L's like crazy, and I have my comeback, and I take out Buddha again. Yeah, yeah. You know, like y'all could get into that shit. Yeah. And, and the Frank, best thing is you won't even get a scratch and shit like that. You know, you come out unscathed and shit. <laughs> I don't actually have to fight. That sounds absolutely terrible to me to fight, fight. But You're just like, swinging away and shit. I know for a fact my cardio and shit's in a place that could hold us down for twenty minutes, no problem. <laughs> Wait, is there like breaks it like around it? Are you just swinging for like 20 minutes straight? I don't know. We have to find the game. And I'm sure if the game is like oh, five minute you, rounds. You need good stamina then, yo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But then like people would get into it. We'd yeah. all be doing something that is out there. It might be hilarious though to watch though. You know what I mean? Like That's what I'm saying. You know, I would die laughing. I think I would die laughing. And then saying. imagine if somebody's clearly a better fighter than you beat you. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you in real No, life. imagine you're, you're fighting this big guy. Like someone's huge or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> And you just work them and shit. Like, yo, man, you feel so salty. Like, <laughs> yo, hold on. Ismail, what I did to break past the plateau of 26 is I just started splitting it into multiple sets of smaller amounts, and it allowed me to build enough mass to break past the plateau. So just do two, a 13, and then add one, like a 14, and a 13, and then a 14, and a 14. And I was able to get myself up to about three sets of push ups that would bring me to 52. Before all of a sudden my shoulder and the bike situation was like, yo, bitch, you should have taken care of your shoulder before getting to this many push-ups oh, yeah. this quickly. But that would be a way to, like, increase your overall number. Like, it, yeah, anyway, on a side note, to respond to Ismail's <laughs> At first I was like, what, what are these numbers you pulling out? But yeah. Yeah, because you said he stuck at 20. Yo, I used to do 50, man, 50 in a clip, one shot, man. I've never been that. I, I was like... 285 pounds a couple of years back. Oh, yeah, you told me, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I could do even like, to do one, I you know, like, it would be hard. Like, that's a lot to. I mean, you can do like a one 
and then you're done. <laughs> or even a chin up or something like that. Yo, no, that's I, hard dude, to, like, I can't yo. do a chin up to this day. Yeah, that's hard upper I, body like, strength. I started man. going to the park a little bit over there because yeah. they got the thing, and I can kind of do it with the machine more. So I was practicing there. Okay. Because I'm like, yo, I would like to do a chin-up one day. I don't think I've <laughs> ever done a real chin-up in my life because my upper body strength wasn't there yeah, yeah. at all. But probably your lower body strength is, is there, you know? Yo, my lower body strength is like with a little bit of training, I can run 10 kilometers. Wow. But like my upper body <laughs> strength is like trash. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Like everyone hate leg day, but I'm like, yo, my legs be good. It's upper body day that I fucking hate. I hate the like... All of the upper body shit. I yeah. hate all. I hate weights. I never do leg days and shit. It means but it's leg pure days, <laughs> you can just do shit like dance, and it's yeah, like yeah. fucking fire to me. <laughs> and I'm like, dancing sounds like yo. I've been yeah, that's how my girl lost so much weight and shit like that. Dude, I got my little shitty drill dance I do now with the like fucking stomp and shit, and oh, yeah. like. I know how to do it really good on one foot, and I'm really trash on the, <laughs> the other foot. The pop smoke shit? Yeah. <laughs> you like, really, like... Yo, because when I was in the Bronx and I was drunk, they all filmed me. And oh, yeah? Yo, that shit probably went like viral, six, man. I don't even think it went viral. It <laughs> it's somewhere right it's circulating Bronx. somewhere. <laughs> it wasn't the right kind of... I mean, it could have. That would be cool. But I would yeah. love to know that, like, at least 30 people had a good laugh. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. Because these ladies was like, yo, don't stop. You're doing all right. You're doing all right here. And the men was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this wasn't really a place where honkies be a lot, right? So yeah, you got to yeah. imagine how preposterous yeah, it is a scene, man. doing that shit. <laughs> that's month. a movie, <laughs> Yeah, so, but, like, yo, it's kind of, I look like it's important because, like, that's what Pop Smoke's doing. And he was king. Yeah, yeah. And, yo, he, yo. It should look like, fun, though, man. Bro, all these little dudes wear tight pants and shake their dick. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, they on some shit I like better than what men are doing. Other men are not thinking this through. <laughs> Pop Smoke has women all over. Dua Lipa wanted to work with him and shit. Yeah, they did a song, song, yeah. I'm like, you know who's not getting that? A homie in the alleyway with the freestyles. <laughs> and I was like, all right, okay, let's have some fucking perspective here. Maybe I should learn to dance better. Because in what universe is knowing to dance... I'm not good, though. I'm really... I'm like... I know how to play into it, given where I'm at. <laughs> given who I look like. I might by myself turning up terribly with my little shitty two-step. I got my good dad two-step, we'll call it. Oh yeah, okay. It's a good dad two-step, <laughs> but I can follow the rhythm for like That's six good, man. For hours. Like you know, at this point with a two-step, <laughs> no, not don't give me no fancy, just a wobble. You know, mm -hmm. like a basic one-two wobble, two-step shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but then you realize, yo, all them kids is be really dancing. So like, even Bobby Shmurda. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if that shit's been lit for a decade, what am I doing? It's not, and it, these would be gangsters and shit, dancing and shit like that. You know what I mean? There ain't nothing wrong with that shit. So Just having fun and shit, you know? And it was like, we want women at our shows because we listen to how. That's all, key, like, man, you know? Yo, like, you can listen to some of them old gangsters be talking about how it's just a sausage fest and they'd be like, <laughs> not into it. And I'm like, hmm, y'all are making super valid points. I fucks with what you're saying super heavily. How do I get more girls to. Oh, right, dancing. Yeah. And actually talking about love, like, and shit. Like, I, I've had several songs dedicated to my girlfriend at this point. Oh, really? 
yeah, That's one good, of them man. is really like, love you, baby, you're so good to me. It's called I Love You, Your Lady Friend Bonnie. I did one love like song, and, and the rest is just breakup songs, and you know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> Technically, my track, Seduce My Girlfriend, is a love song. It's like, if you want this dick, then you must seduce my then. girlfriend. <laughs> See? It's like, because she's the apple of my eye. Mm -hmm. And while I might want to sleep with you, my love for her creates this situation that you have to play rules by. And thus, it's the weirdest love shit you ever heard. But I call it a love song stills. <laughs> That's love right there, you know? <laughs> It's not even a good save. It was like premeditated from like time. That was my move. I don't know if that was a save. I'm just like, this is a good fucking idea. Mm. And I ran it because it's a fucking song. And I don't know that like, you know, another one's called Certainly Worded. Certainly Worded? Worth It. Oh, okay. Where I rap about shit like Blue Jays and her regular shit and how I care about trees and fucking All the inside like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just regular ass stuff and whatever. I was trying to, because, yo, love songs be wildly boring because people ain't be writing about love that they know. They write about this Hollywood love. And mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, I'm going to write about love anytime from a perspective of what I know. My love be, like, wildly twisted and weird and shit. It's not, like, regular love in the way that Hollywood describes it. It's, like, the love that it be. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone's love is like Hollywood's. It's more weird. It's with the happy like, ending and all this shit man nah. it's more like it's more like a soap opera shit or it's more like a sword right and then you bang it through a bunch of fire and then it looks real pretty and like the fucking samurais use it with mastery of excellence over time and shit like getting old in a relationship is the ultimate trophy how long you guys been together if you don't mind me asking what, seven and a half years or holy some shit. shit that's long man holy shit a little bit yeah oh. I mean I suppose, yeah. It's not short anymore. <laughs> it's more than high school's length at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've, we've, we've yo, entire, yo, hold up. Like, uh, so what's up, hello? So, the Trap Queen by fucking Freddie Wild yeah. was a banger when we started dating. That didn't even feel like that long ago, but it is now. <laughs> yeah, holy like shit. Freddie Wap was, we were, we started like in the Freddie Wap era. Okay, yeah, era. yeah. And then a lot of things have changed, and now it's Pop Smokes. What am I supposed to say? Yeah. But, um, yeah, for real. Wow. Yeah, I've been with a girl like five years, man. That's it. Almost five years, man. But yeah. seven years is a long time, man. It's good, man. Congratulations. Yeah, it's real fun. I mean, it's got all kinds of experiences. Now we're at the point where the Blue Jays are a huge <laughs> part of our life. I mean, there's lots of other shit, but not since COVID. There's a lot less other shit that you have no idea how much the Blue Jay conversations happen in my day-to-day -day on some other oh. shit. Um, she loves them, though. It's, like, one of her favorite things. In the, like, you might want to, like, play a video game or, like, make music. She want to stare out the window at birds. That's her thing, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's okay. Now the Blue Jays aren't there. Fine, but there's some other, whenever, when the Blue Jays be wildly around, and then they show up, and then they peck on the fucking window, and then they, apparently they're not quite there, but they're very close to pecking on the window for her. Anyway, they can tell when you're home, so they wait for you to come home, and wow. then, they, you know, anyway. Why do I know all this? Her. I can tell. Uh, I understand, so you know, Mike Tyson so loves shit, birds bro. and shit like that, you know? <laughs> they're not boring. <laughs> I just don't eat them out my windows, or whatever. <laughs> or the squirrels used to come through and scream at us. For peanuts and then like um 
don't they, know. Like, they expect that shit every day now. <laughs> a little bit. And then the cats. and they're, they're, Well, cats are fine. I got used to the cats. I'm, not, I'm a dog person, personally. You have a cat? We have two cats. Yeah. You are not going to probably see them. They're <laughs> like, hiding around. They might be out with her right now because they can tell you're going to be in here for a minute. But, like, the second you started moving, they would disappear. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, like, My maybe, like, like, sometimes they'll get trapped in here when somebody comes <laughs> to you and expecting They can't it. leave. <laughs> and then they bolt out and disappear. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. End of the day, I'm just, that's what she likes. So, and then COVID came and, oh, boy, are we both home a lot more. That was, that was a huge That's test. a relationship tester, too, though. But you guys are already Holy comfortable shot. and shit like that. But. Well, I'm sure a lot of relationships didn't, didn't make it through this COVID and shit, you know? Yo, for real, like, I heard that. I mean, I get it, too. Like, it's not even, like, yo, it changed. Yo, I don't know how else to put it. Your shit changes during stress tests like this. Like, it's is like, it yeah, better cabin or worse? Fever or something, I don't you know? know. I feel like we're stronger. Yeah. And that's just the situation. But, like, when you go through shit that makes you stronger, it creates, like, changes. And mm-hmm. I feel like... That's cool, because, like, you can still be with somebody after evolving and shit. And y'all know she can hear me in the next room. <laughs> She's, like, right over there. Like, yo, but that's it. Like, the fact that we could have that kind of a dynamic, mm. and that's, like, proper. I mean, yo, this was obviously an adjustment for her when she's like, oh, fuck, my life is now on display through him. And it's a facts. Yo, yeah. People know her name. We've never met her and shit. Some people... Yo, sometimes rappers be wildly coming through here and acting like she insignificant on some weird-ass low-key sexism shit, and it's really weird. Some rappers (laughs) be coming through and be, like, proper, but, like, sometimes rappers be, like, wildly not acknowledging Bonnie. Like, not even say hi or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't know if it's because, like, the girlfriends never fucking uh, care normally. And that's yeah. weird to people, so they're just not used to it. She's so supportive. It's crazy. My girl's not even that supportive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got a good one, though. Um, part of it may have been... Oh, yo, you know what happened? Somebody told me one time, couples who train together stay together. So I, neither of us was working out, but I took that as like, yo, I'm going to be getting involved in all this, and we have two choices. You're either involved and you understand what's happening or you are not going to understand any part of my life because you're not going to understand the work part and you're not going to understand this part. So, like, you're going to understand nothing in my life. And we tricked her into podcasting. (laughs) And our views went up. Oh, yeah? Wow, that's good. Because Bonnie was saying shit like, NWA sounds like they're real good friends. And, bro, there is something about white people being white that makes some people really enjoy (laughs) that shit. She attracts a certain audience, I guess, you know? But, yeah. Uh, and so then the next thing you know, this all happened. And then she started watching everything go on. And then, I don't know, like, more and more she's been exposed to shit and knows who people are and has followed things. And she's listened to so many different hip-hop albums from so many different eras that she just has such a wide love for it where when I met her... Her biggest flex may have been Simon Says by Farrell Monch. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, that's a banger still. Still's a banger. Uh, She's like, I have other flexes. Relax, man. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, now she raps. That's a big step. And she uh, got her little bunny bars. And wow. they're really good. Like, for real, objectively, because of all the album reviews, Bonnie can quite fucking literally write better bars than people i know and because she 
is just a regular ass person as far as the ego goes doesn't want to write shit about anything that's just like the regular shit that we normally write about right she, she wow you know, she, she got made, bars <laughs> yo and it's true though every time she ever rapped like she had a little fake beef with some guy at one point every, every, all the beefs are fake but i was like he's like what the fuck's going on i'm like run with it my guy what the fuck's wrong with you let's do some fake beef shit <laughs> of course man having trouble with fake beefs um anyway but like yo she's got like some skills but then like you know she doesn't really want to be a rapper so she doesn't rap it is what it is you know but at least she could do it you know and do it well like yeah. under most pressure. people can't even do that so she wrote the 16 in the room on the spot in front yeah. of two of us and like within 20 minutes it was like Spitation, recorded yeah. wow. she took her like two maybe three it's takes, a natural holy fuck yeah. and like i don't want to rap it's boring. I want to stare at fucking birds. It gives me joy. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and she's like, find me Iggy's Alien Club Beats. And it's kind of hard because I don't know anybody that likes her. So. Honestly, though, not to diss or anything like that. I didn't know anybody would really listen to her shit. Bonnie does. Big time, bro. I've listened to all of Iggy's songs. Not by choice, but all the iggy's hits bro wow. like bounce 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 more bounce in the motherfucking house more bounce that shit sucks but like i know it <laughs> you can hear her laughing yeah. <laughs> the this shit. like it sucks it's trash <laughs> i do not like half of iggy's catalog iggy's catalog however she got a one-two song which, <laughs> you can't even hate <laughs> well she can rap real good but like literally everything she's ever rapped about somebody has done better However, name another white girl rapper. Snow the product she, or whatever? She's Mexican. <laughs> no way. Okay, yeah. okay. She's not. Man, white. I don't know. She, name another you just, white you girl rapper. You just stumped me just now. Like. She's the Eminem to white girls. Who else? There's is no there? other white rappers that, that are big? girls? Name another white girl rapper that big. That big. You're right. None that's white. You're, you, yo, how come that is a lot white? of white girls, but like before Iggy? Oh, uh, Bad was, Barbie or whatever the fucking name is there. <laughs> kinda, but I think yeah. she's, she's after Iggy. I mean, you could argue <laughs> Cray Sean and a few people. And like, you, know, you know what I mean? You could, <laughs> you could argue <laughs> that, nah, that people like, like existed, mm-hmm. but like, I'm saying at that level. Yeah, like, yeah. But is she still making music and shit though? Iggy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Unfortunately, I think she's oh, yeah. retired wow. at this point to go pursue <laughs> other things, and she just dropped her last album, which includes shit like "I Am the Strip Club" and the song where she's like literally talking about going to the club, and she's like, "I'm the walk up, walk up, walk up, walk up," and she has shit like that. In okay, it. but uh-huh. it's like whatever party music. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you played this whole project, and booties were shaking, you wouldn't even care it was Iggy. I guess. <laughs> I, I, just, I can't even read her. Azalea is gold digger anthem music. Okay. I don't know how else to put it, but like, if you want to shake your ass, fuck men worth a lot of money. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've listened to a lot of Iggy music, but you want to be a fierce, independent woman that does all this, Iggy's your girl, and she does it in the whitest ways possible. At one point, she was signed to TI and shit, no? Yeah. He, like, really wrote that album, I think. Or at least heavily did it. I really like it, though. Wow. 
I mean, I'm not saying it's the best album, but objectively, a lot of those songs slap. Like, if Black Widow or whatever comes on, you're like, and like, you know, it's got that clappy strip club vibe to it that makes you kind of like, yeah, this sounds like Like, it's party music and it does its job. Like, the fancy song slaps. Like, it does. Like, I'm so fancy. You already know. Anyway, you might not fuss it. (laughs) I don't fuck with it, but other people do. I've listened to a lot of Iggy. Not well. I kind of fucked with it for a minute when it was like popping because you would hear it at like places in Montreal. Oh yeah, well, <clears throat> like it was that one song got really really big, but no, nah, then then it was mostly Bonnie. Bonnie's like, you guys are still talking about Iggy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, um, she's like, listen to her latest album. I mean, I don't know. She's doing something right. She's still getting paid to do shit. Teach his own, you know. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, really, but she does make music. That is fun. <laughs> nah, I fucks with more like I don't know that combination between good music and like I fucks with you. Like, I feel like it's weird, but like I care so much more about if it fucks like the energy of like what the artist brings to the table. Right. And that bleeds right into my enjoyment of their music. <clears throat> I'm one of those dudes. Yeah. I, I like shit I could relate to and shit like that, you know? People spend that real stuff. I mean, I don't relate to a lot of that real stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, sometimes people be spitting that real stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand a fucking word you just said in that s- slang-filled sentence. <laughs> and genius isn't helping me on this one and then i'm like i don't get it i love the attitude and the energy but my real shit's like office life <laughs> ain't nobody writing songs you know what you should that. though you know I nobody did. really oh i'm a cubicle oh yeah you did okay well i mean i wrote a project heavily inspired by like the alternative grind is what i called it and it was basically like yo i'm rapping about like white collar yeah, corporate you told shit. me about this yeah yeah wow because most of the people live that life anyway you know (laughs) but then they don't want to listen to it they want to listen to like drug dealers and shit because they're like don't want to listen to the like office workers plights like somehow i i think like my boss is an asshole (laughs) no it's more systemic i look at like I don't want to go like too deep with it because my company's not bad and not really included. Yeah, in I don't this. want to get you in trouble or anything. No, but like the greater picture of North American styled capitalism, and it's more predominant in the states than in Canada because in Quebec we actually have pretty fucking blessed labor laws. But like, it's a trap. Yo, it's a trap. Like drug dealing's a trap. Yeah, you they, get yeah. a good salary, you cop your first house, then you get a better salary. You have a little one-two kid. Now you need a bigger home. Now exactly. you cop a house you can't afford unless you keep that salary. You have to keep the job and all the benefits. It's like, uh, what do you call and it? You the, the golden cuffs or some shit, right? And, like, <laughs> you just can't leave. Like, even myself. Like, yo, like, I could quit my job, but, bro, I'd have to change my lifestyle. But you <laughs> know what? Yo, uh, that's what Cali did and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was working the, the nine to five and shit, and then he totally dedicated his life to, to the music shit like that. Like, what he wants to do. And that's, that's when we clicked, you know? Like, uh, before I was working with mostly Sky, you know? And uh, now, now, like since he stopped working, his beats went crazy. You know, he put dedicate more time to his beats, and you know, it stepped up like a thousand percent. I mean, that's kind of how it is, but like it also took um so long to get to that place. Exactly, where he was yeah. Able to. 
I'm like, the reality is, man, like, I've made so much less than I put in at this point that I'm a little bit far away from that. But that's the dream, bro. Every yeah, that is the dream, man. Yeah. Oh, one of the cash just came out looking for food. <laughs> um, But, yeah, no, like, that's absolutely, like, there's ways to make money is what I'm realizing. Mm. Remember, that's the one thing I felt like the New York trip did me good was, like, yo, everybody in New York, all they talk about is how you can make money. They're all hustlers, right? They have to make money. Like, like, like everything's hustlers. so expensive and shit. They're and like, yo. It was even like wild, right? Like we went to this place called the Bronx, no, the Yankee Tavern in the middle of this, the Bronx near the Yankee Stadium. And we met some people there. And you know, I don't know what happened, but they just threw their first foot race. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, I got so invested in these random guys in the Bronx's shit talking and their foot race. <laughs> And I'm watching these videos on Facebook. And I know there's a good 30 of us that gave a shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, there's something to this side of life that's, like, really fun. That regular side of life and shit. There's people talking shit and just racing each other and shit. Yeah. But then they're like, this is not the hood shit we're going to do. We're back in the spring. Bigger, better, badder with more. And we're going to monetize. And I'm like, what the fuck? I guarantee you somebody gambled on somebody and money got made that day. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And I'm like, huh. Montreal, everybody be like, I don't get grants. And I'm like, hmm. They don't get grants in New York either. <clears throat> they just hustle, right? And so I think people misinterpret hustle as crime. And then it's like, nah, bro. Hustle is like, get it. Figure it out. Exactly. You just, you just, know? just like figure shit out. Like solutions. Yeah, yeah. Hustle yeah. it out. Like Find oh. different ways to make money. That's it. Different streams and shit. Like, my mind was being like, yo, work extra hours if you got to stand out next to the next man. Do the extra. Do that. Yo, people yeah. don't know. Yo, wow. I spend so much time. Man, I might have to go to New York, man, just to get that motivation and shit like that, you know? Yo, it's big time motivation. Yeah. You just can't help it, man. You walk around and you're like, you find out what rent costs and you start running some shit in your head and you realize how expensive everything yeah, is. I, guess, and you're I don't like, know how they do it, man. They just grind it out, yeah, you know? Yeah, they like do what two they jobs do. or some shit, some side. They probably sell some shit. Who knows, man? <laughs> Every you got to figure yeah, out. And yeah. then I'm sure they link each other up, too. So when somebody gets some good, they, they pass it around locally mm -hmm. and whatnot. So yeah. it creates, like, this local dynamic that that is powerful for them community. Anytime yeah. you hear about somebody talking about New York that had a positive experience, they ended up talking about, like, the communities they found. Not that they found right away. But that they found. I mean, Montreal gotta have some shit like that going on. We all ignore it. We ignore it. I think we. I think a lot of us ignore it. Oh, okay. A lot of us here, yeah. Like, how much time do we really? I don't saying a lot of us, not everyone, put into looking for it in our city. Like, at, I mean, past the age of twenty-five. I don't know. Like, like when you pass the age of twenty five, you have families and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's harder, you know. But then we don't create it, you know. <laughs> so it's like, yo, man, I'm telling you, maybe it's just because I went to that show with the fucking Jello sh or the ice shots I was telling you about. Maybe you gotta holler at that guy who threw that shit. You I know what I mean? Hollered at that guy. What? I, I already hollered at him. Okay. <clears throat> but even then, you just go to a show and you're like, run a, just look around a room and count your logistics, right? And then yeah. just make a list in your head and be like, okay, I just need a. A room, mm. security guy, door check person. Yeah, and they took it serious, huh? Fucking like an actual club type shit. Wow. Yeah, last thing you need is some bad shit going down when you're playing with no masks and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's good. No fights, nothing. That's good, man. 
I mean, nothing I was privy to went bad, and the vibes felt proper the whole time I was there. I feel like a lot of people were just excited to be there, and it was, like, nice. And everybody was dressing up and shit, and I was like, I'm glad I put effort into my outfit for once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a cool vibe. That's amazing, man. Yeah, I hope you do some shit like that soon, man, you know? No, we will. We'll figure it out. It's going to take us. That's what I'm saying. Like, all y'all out there, too, like... Mm -hmm. You're up in the neighborhood and you fucking have solutions for some of these Holla, things. Holla, you know, I know people are listening right now, you know? We have the I mean, resources like, and or whatever. Or if you just want to be involved, right? Because mm-hmm. if we throw the show, people have to go to the show. And I mean, like, everyone, I mean, it has to be, like, an interest and, like, we figure it out. And we make it a vibe that people want to be involved in. Like, when it comes to this shit, I'm way more malleable than I think people may be aware of. But it's like, I don't really think I know what's best for like what everyone wants i think honestly we just gotta let the girls tell us what they <laughs> want and then do that and then the dudes will just be there and we good that's that's exactly and how if it you're is looking out and you see 80 100 people in a room you happy as a performer that's good to see man like you know it's nothing worse than you know like doing a show and like nobody's there type shit you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, I've been through a few of those. <laughs> so we're going to, like, wrap it up. No doubt. It's cool that we went back up to six. It kept going up and down all night. People kept coming through, coming out. And that's really dope to see. I know it went higher than that at wow. one point. Uh, and then people popped out on Facebook a bit. I saw a lot of this live shit because it, like, creates this environment. For those of you watching live, it fucks with all y'all. And I really appreciate it every time. Yeah, like, really, I'm, though. Thank you for guys watching this shit. And, uh, yo, bought my, uh, my new album. Yo, three generations right there, you know if you hit the exclamation mark and type in links it will show up in the chat here and then all of y'all in the future it's down in the description and y'all can go do yeah there it is uh you can see it boom we got that macro life we slowly building out nice nice and because nobody's like ever really looking that deep with the follow me at nah just links in description boom we got that amazing shit. amazing and thank you all for watching it. Make sure to follow him and bump that shit. Also, like, if you peep his band camp, which I might not have there or whatever, I think it's for sale there. Yeah, Ismail made me put that up, you know what I mean? So it's there, you know? And, uh, yeah, so it's there for sale. It's on all the other shits. Um, and, yo, make sure to just watch out for what he does. Buddha Chow, we're going to convince him to go make some more other kinds of content and some other shit. Because we're just sure. a little more up in the vibe of, you know, this world. Because I know people want to hear more about the Buddha Child in life. Just see him doing things. You're going to hear, hear and see from me, you know what I mean? I do big I things. I really do appreciate everyone out there that does come through. As we've said, I appreciate you, Buddha Child, coming Much through respect, for this. Man. I appreciate everyone there. And, yo, live long and prosper, everyone. Thank you.